Super Talk Mississippi media production. You're listening to Sports Talk Mississippi On Demand, presented by Pearl River Resort. Escape to Choctaw, Mississippi and enjoy world-class gaming, the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, and Geyser Falls Water Park. Escape to Pearl River Resort. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi. On your radio and in the game. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Monday afternoon, start of a new week on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm, supertalktv.com. Glad to be with you, Richard Cross, Michael Borkey, and Brian Haydad. Hit us up on the C Spire text line. I'm sure you've got lots of thoughts from the weekend. 601-879-4395. That is the number for you to join us. Time to unlimit your data with $45 unlimited only from prepaid by C Spire. Get unlimited on C Spire's nationwide 5G network for just $45 with auto pay, no credit checks, no hidden fees. Learn more at cspire.com slash prepaid. Michael Borky is back from a, uh, a weekend of debauchery in which his plan was to float in a tube on the lake. I don't know if that happened because of the weather. Michael Borky is back. Brian Haydad is back. After a weekend all by himself, maybe not as joyful as he had hoped for, but he did cook ribs, and uh, those were great. And uh, I'm just back, period. And a little Cajun sausage from Polk's on the grill last night for an appetizer to go along with some fillets and some asparagus and some stuffed mushrooms. What a great end to the uh, weekend. Boys, what's up? Oh, got about... Two and a half hours worth of floating on tube time because it just rained the rest of it. So that was a bit of a bummer. Still a great weekend. Got to hang out with a, a bunch of good dudes and drank a lot of beer and ate a lot of food and watched a lot of football. It was an interesting weekend. And look, I know we've got to drill down and we're going to do that really, really quickly. But I do think that there is an overarching story in college football this year that is different than in years past. We're going to talk about Mississippi State, Memphis, a frustrating loss, an exceedingly frustrating loss for uh, for Mississippi State fans. We're going to talk about Ole Miss's win against uh, Tulane, a dominant performance that the Rebels had over the Green Wave after an hour and 45-minute weather delay that uh, caused the start of the game to be pushed from 7 to 8.45. I think the game finally finished at about 12.15. Uh, so it was a long night at uh, Vaught-Hemingway Stadium, but plenty to cheer about. We'll touch on Southern Miss's game over the weekend where they had a halftime lead but could not hang on in the second half against Troy. So all of that. But really, really big picture, if we could, just to start. So we talked about it throughout the course of the summer, and frankly it's been the narrative for the last three, four, five years at least, maybe closer to a decade, if we're being completely honest, and that is that there is a very finite number of teams that have the ability to even get into the conversation, much less be one of the final four teams that is in the playoff. This year feels, at least at this point, a little bit different. Now, do you have all of the usual suspects still at the top of the AP poll? Of course you do. Alabama's still number one. You've got Georgia at two. You've got Oklahoma at three. You've got Clemson still in the mix, even though they've got a loss. But those teams don't seem as infallible as they have in recent years. 
Alabama, close win in the swamp. Did not look exactly like it normally looks when Alabama plays in a big game. Clemson already has a loss. Oklahoma has been shaky at best at times so far this year. Georgia's defense has been dominant, but they haven't had to produce offensively in a game that was in a team that had a competent offense on the other side. And then you've got some other teams that have looked good so far this season. So that's kind of a welcome respite from what we've had, isn't it? Yeah, my winner was going to be college football and not in the cheesy, oh, because this weekend was so much fun watching games. But no, it actually feels, truly feels like right now. The best team has not emerged yet. There there are weaknesses for everybody. Everybody. We saw Alabama in Gainesville. Yes, they still won the game. I think Alabama is still the best team in the SEC, but they are absolutely beatable. There are losable games for Alabama on their schedule. What Florida did to them was not anything fluky. They won up front. My gosh. Down their throat. Alabama looked gassed in the second half of that game. Seriously. They're vulnerable. Ohio State's clearly vulnerable. They got beat. Oregon is vulnerable. Penn State, I think they are very good at a lot of things, but they're limited at the most important position on the field. Clemson can't score on anybody. Including Georgia Tech. Including Georgia Tech. Oklahoma, I think Oklahoma has got a lot of issues. I think Rattler's inconsistent. I don't think they're very physical. They don't tackle well on defense. Uh, I mean, everybody in college, even Georgia, who looks possibly like the most complete team, we still don't know how much they're going to be able to score when it comes to these big-time games. Everybody right now has a flaw. And if you asked me to pick the best team in college football and yours was different, I couldn't argue with you. Because I think they're all flawed. It feels balanced for the first time in years where there's eight, nine teams that I think could possibly right now win the thing. And that's a great thing. Hey, Dad, thoughts? What difference does it make? It's all worthless. You're going to go out there and play a game and get screwed by the officials anyway. So who cares? Just give Alabama the championship. You know that if Ole Miss is, is winning in the fourth quarter against Alabama in a few weeks, a flag's going to come out and something that didn't actually happen is going to be called and they're going to take it away from them. So what, what difference does it make? We're just sitting here. We're all pawns in the game of life, my friends. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, and Eeyore with you on this Monday afternoon. Whoa, is me. I'm going to be Whoa making a lot of me. mistakes in today's show. I'm going to purposely get things wrong. I will release a statement after the show, though, detailing those things. No apology, just detailing those things. Here's what's happening. Let me, let me just go back, and, and we'll use this as a jumping-off point. There are layers, though, to this question that come in on the ceasefire text line. Very first one that came in today. In your own words, can we unpack the Mississippi State football fiasco first? Can I have the next three hours? Do I get every segment? I've you had can two have the shows next three today. minutes at least for now. I've had I've had two shows already today. I was mad I didn't get on with Rebecca Turner. I could have used some good things today. Uh what, what, what's to unpack? Officials suck. They have since day one. I've been telling y'all for years. They're not good at their jobs, and they get rewarded by continuing to have their jobs. And I want to say something right now, and if Greg Sankey's listening and he doesn't ever want to come on the show again, so be it. But the SEC is lying when they say they reviewed that play. They are lying. That is a lie. 
there is no way it is possible that they reviewed that play. Reviews every game take two, three minutes. There is no way on this earth that play was reviewed like they're saying happened. That's a lie, and I, I don't believe you. So, you know, if, if you're listening out there in conference office land, you're lying. It's just that simple. I would agree that there was not time. Now, every scoring play is by rule reviewed. By rule. We were told that. Mm-hmm. There and that's was a what Leach said he was told. That There was a play in the third quarter on Saturday night in Oxford where the umpire stood over the ball for a solid 30 seconds before the play clock began for the extra point to be kicked because the replay official was reviewing Mm -hmm. it upstairs and they had to make sure that there wasn't anything to pause it for a more in-depth review to look at. Once they held it, they decided that it was a scoring play. Then they started the play clock. The extra point was kicked. I went back and watched. I made three pages of notes on the last six and a half, uh, no, the last nine minutes of the game between Mississippi State and Memphis. I watched it in real time. I slowed it down. I rewound it. I slowed it down. I rewound it. I watched it in real time again. There's no way there was more than 30 seconds total from the time Calvin Austin crossed the goal line until Memphis kicked the extra point. Never mind holding it up to watch it more in depth. And if they did review it, if they did review it, then they come back afterwards and said, oh, well, we, we missed something. So they reviewed it, and they were good. But then after the game, oh, wait, no, we did miss something. So who's the review official? Fire that guy. Should never work again. Should never work again. You can't screw hey, things up like this. That, that's that's hey, your job. Hey, Dad, I, I, I want to disagree with one thing that I heard you say on uh, on Paul Gallo earlier this morning. You were the talking part about, about him being smarter than you? Oh, go ahead. No, no, you were talking about officials in general and that you mm-hmm. you said that the SEC's officials were the worst in college football. I'm going to disagree with you on that because I think that's a very short sight. I honestly think, hear me all the way through on this, that the SEC does have probably the best group of officials oh, in man. college football, but, but that's like... I mean, to use an insensitive term, I probably would get fined by somebody for saying this. That's like being the skinniest I, kid at fat camp. I, I, well, I was going to say that's like being the skinniest hey dad. I mean, it's just, look the, the running you're still the a big, running fat joke. Guy. The running joke for years has been just how bad the Pac-12 officials are. I don't think as a league we want to trade with the Pac-12. And I watch Big Ten officials on opening night in Atlanta, and I promise you, we don't want to trade with them. However. And I understand the human element that goes along with officiating a game, and they're not going to get it all right, but they're missing too many important big plays on a game-in, game-out basis. It's not unique to the SEC, but SEC country is where we live, and it's where we focus. we got a lot to get to this afternoon with you. We are going to get to uh, your text messages on the C Spire text line. This is Sports Talk Mississippi.
from the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs. You can find them in Ridgeland and in Brandon. Just call 601-605-4443. Looking good so far this afternoon. No wrecks or breakdowns. Just uh, after-school traffic starting to pick up. So be mindful of your speeds passing through school zones. This update is brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union. Voted the best credit union by Mississippi Business Journal. Go see them today for your auto and home loan needs as well as free checking and fast, easy mobile banking at River Trust Federal Credit Union. Green Home Solutions is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. When you experience the Sanderson Farms Championship, it's not just a good time, it's a great way to give back. Proceeds from the championship are donated to Mississippi's only children's hospital to support the nearly 180,000 patient visits at Children's of Mississippi each year. Last year, over $1.4 million were raised to go toward the completion of a much-needed children's hospital expansion. So join us for the Sanderson Farms Championship, September 27th through October 3rd at the Country Club of Jackson. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Green Home AC Systems. (laughs) Are you feeling it? The new degree of comfort. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. When you need auto parts, O'ReillyAuto.com is just a few clicks away. We offer convenient options for you to get your parts quickly. Order online and pick up for free at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store. We'll even bring it out curbside. Or you can have your parts delivered right to your door with free shipping on most orders over $35. Visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Attention, if you deal with anything from minor to extremely hazardous environmental spills, you've got to check out the full line of absorbents at ESI Supply. They've got white and gray absorbent pads by the bundle or by the roll, sock knit broom products, oil gator, oil dry, spill kits, and more. Just because you haven't had a spill doesn't mean you won't. Give the guys at ESI a call to find out more about how you can be prepared and protect your business's liability. 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910. Or visit ESISupply.net. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Communication system is a go. go. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Exactly. with you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Thanks for being with us on this Monday afternoon. 
Plenty to get to. We'll hear from Mike Leach tomorrow. He's got a uh, press conference that should be wrapping up, or maybe it's just wrapped up, and so we'll bring you all of what he had to say uh, coming up to uh, tomorrow afternoon on Sports Talk Mississippi with Ole Miss having an open date. Lane Kiffin did not have his normal Monday press conference. He will uh, address the media on Wednesday, and we'll bring that to you coming up later in the week. So uh, Sports Talk Mississippi with you streaming at supertalk.fm. I told, I, I, I'm tempted, there are a lot of different ways we can do this, but I just want to kind of run through the last nine minutes of the game against Mississippi State. So 9.30-ish left in the ball game. Mississippi State's got the ball. And, hey, Dad, I'm sure you remember this play. Will Rogers actually has time, steps up, and he throws a post route to Mikhail Polk, mm-hmm. and he overthrows him. If he hits him in stride there, it's probably a touchdown. Yeah. That was a, a missed opportunity. And if you're watching on fo- Super Talk TV right this second, this is the punt return right here. We can watch the referee right here and everything he's going to do. Throws the beanbag, waves his arms, stamps his foot, but no, it's not a dead ball. It, it, it's not, and we'll get to that in just a moment. So following the missed open shot down the field at about nine and a half minutes to play, Mississippi State punts. It's a bad punt, short field. And then a couple of plays later, Memphis goes with a little bit of a misdirection throwback that Calvin Austin takes in for a touchdown. 7.48 to go. Mississippi State has their next drive start. And on that drive, I thought that's where it became incredibly evident how much Dylan Johnson was hurting. Mm-hmm. Man, that guy played his heart out for Mississippi State. Turned out not to be enough. Um, so the the punt play in particular, the official the the first touch happens at the two yard line, and the official that's in the end zone throws a beanbag for where the initial touch happens, mm-hmm. and then he tosses the second beanbag where Mississippi State has a player that goes to a knee, touches the ball, but does not down it, does not wait for a whistle. You see punt plays all the time where the the kicking team will just kind of surround the football. They will wait for the official to blow it dead. None of those things happen. It was kind of a nonchalant touch it, I'm down, and players start to walk away from it. After it was touched initially at the two-yard line, if you watch the video, that's when Calvin Austin, the return man for Memphis, to his credit, realizes that because it has been touched but not downed by the kicking team, it's basically a free play for him. So he goes and he scoops it up. Now, this might be where we start getting into nuance in this thing, which there may not be a whole lot of room for. Calvin Austin the third actually picked the football up before the official waved his hands above his head. It was a split second. It was not a full second difference. It was maybe half a second, maybe a third of a second. But the action of picking the football up by Calvin Austin happened before the official waved his hands above his head. And then the race is on to the other way. He goes into the end zone. It's touchdown Memphis. They announce over the, uh, the the referee announces touchdown by Memphis. There was no review on the play, at least not one where they stopped game action. Mike Leach had two timeouts left at that point. He did not choose to use one. And here's one of the things that I think a lot of people are frustrated with, hey, Dad, 
there's basically zero reaction from Mike Leach on the sideline. There are a lot of people that are frustrated with the fact that he just kind of stood there staring off the space, into space as opposed to going crazy and being out on the field. And then after the game tells us that he didn't know that the official waved his hands above his head. That can't happen. Right. And he told, said today in his press conference that he was told the play was reviewed. So that's why he didn't try to challenge it or anything. I've heard I that agree. before. And another botched review from about this time last year. Yeah. Coach yeah. on the sideline was told they looked Again, at it. Again, the SEC is lying about these things. They're just they're caught with their hand in the cookie jar, and they don't want to come out and admit they screwed up. The back judge in the situation, he knows he screwed up. He's got to go to the ref and go, I screwed up. I screwed up. I was waving the ball dead. All the Mississippi State players saw me doing it. I, 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 it's, it's first down Memphis at the, at the whatever. On top of the fact that he missed that there's two players with the same jersey number out there. So, I don't know, man. I've been watching football for a long, long time. And I can't ever recall a guy having his hand on the ball and his knee on the ground and it not just being saying that that's where the ball's dead. I don't, I don't care how long he's got his hand on the ball. The ball's dead. It has always been that way in my 45 years of watching football. I don't ever recall a situation like this ever happening. So, and then the SEC says later that, yeah, they screwed up. So, I mean, that's all I need to know. The SEC says they screwed up. So they screwed up. But there's no, there's no, you know, retribution for that. There's no, well, you know, we're going to give you the game or, and which is fine. I, I don't care. But it just happens all the time. It's every season we got a couple of these moments and it's never going to get better. I don't, I don't have any, any faith in that. We've got the uh, the statement that the SEC put out, and it was as predictable as you would expect that it would be, right? I was surprised it came out so quickly. I thought we'd get it this afternoon. Yeah, they were a little quicker on that than uh, than they normally sometimes are. Yeah. Um, Borky, you got the statement handy. Give me .5 seconds, and uh, I'll have it for I'll, you. I'll read it here. Blah, 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 blah. Here it is. Okay, it's kind of long, so forgive me. Uh, At 5.58 in the fourth quarter of the Mississippi State at Memphis game, Mississippi State punts the ball downfield where the loose ball touches multiple kicking team players before a receiving team player picks up the ball and returns it for a touchdown. The kicked ball remained live by rule since it was not possessed by a player, nor did it come to rest in bounds with no player attempting to secure it. On the play, the back judge gave a signal, stop the clock, uh, gave a single stop the clock signal immediately after the receiving team possessed the ball. The inadvertent signal aspect of the play is reviewable, and replay should have stopped the game to review for a potential inadvertent signal. The subsequent review would have placed the ball at the spot where the signal was made. On the same play, two Memphis players were wearing number four, which is a violation and should have resulted in a five yard penalty on Memphis. So they're saying that th- what they just said was if they did review the play, the review official completely botched it. I'm sorry, yes. dude, you don't work here anymore. You don't work here anymore. That's got to be the rule for that. Because, there, I mean, there are millions of dollars at stake. If State doesn't go to a bowl, they lose millions. And And frankly, that money trickles down to the entire conference. Well, I mean, there's that, and on top of that, in the city of Starkville. I mean, if State wins that game, 
and they're three and zero. Regardless, and this sort of goes back to what I said week one. It's okay to have problems when you're undefeated, but when you lose a game, everybody gets upset. State this weekend, I don't think there's going to be a huge crowd in Starkville. But if you were three and zero, there would be a, a, a good crowd. Businesses suffer because this one guy, I'll say it, this idiot can't do his job. None of us, none of us could make a mistake of that magnitude and keep our job. None of us could drop a racial slur or something insensitive and just keep our job by releasing a statement later. No. you may, There are some mistakes that get you the axe. This is one. And it needs to be public. It needs to be the SEC has fired this guy. Here's the statement, and this is why we had to do it. They've got to start holding these people accountable. And for the, I mean, Borky alluded to it a second ago. He said there was a, a call where the officials told a head coach on the sideline, yeah, they looked at it. We're talking about the Ole Miss Auburn game last year. That's what Lane Kiffin was yes. told. That's where he got yes. fined. And that was the joke about paying the fine in pennies a year ago. You, you, yeah. you may remember that. Do you know who the official was? No. The referee way. Same was? guy? Mark no Carls. Oh, same, God. Yeah. Same crew. Exact same crew. He's. These guys, I, I don't know I, that the entire crew was the same, but Mark Curls was the referee. I guarantee Mark Curls will will either have the uh, SEC championship game or one of the playoff games. Guarantee it. We've had a lot of people, by the way, ask about the onside yes. kick. So, so real quick, as it we turns all out, something. you learn something new every day. There are four penalties that you can assess on an onside kick if it is being reviewed for something else. There's four Hold elements. that thought, Borky. This, this is too important to not explain in, in further detail. The music's already starting. Let's do right. that as soon as we come okay. back. You're right. A bunch of people have said, what about the onside kick? And some with more coral, uh, colorful language than that. So we'll talk about that because that was a huge play in this game as well. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. We'll be right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a slight chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 87. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 72. Tuesday, a 50-50 shot of rain, mostly sunny, high near 89. Tuesday evening, a 60% chance of rain, low around 64. And for your Wednesday, sunny skies, high near 78. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. If your vehicle is ever damaged in a collision, please listen carefully. At Clinton Body Shop, we are OEM factory certified with more than 20 national and international manufacturers. In fact, we are Central Mississippi's only Volvo certified auto body repair shop, and we are the first BMW certified independent repair facility in the southern region. And our Richland location is Mississippi's only Subaru certified repair facility. Look, if some of the most prestigious automakers in the world certify Clinton, Clinton Body Shop, shouldn't you choose them for your repair? 
Clinton Body Shop in Clinton and Richland. Certified by the company that made your car to repair your car with OEM factory parts. Go to ClintonBodyShop.com. It's about your family's safety and your car's value. That's ClintonBodyShop.com. Panera believes in saying yes. Yes to clean, fresh ingredients. Yes to the new chicken sausage and pepperoni flatbread topped with rich mozzarella. Yes to delicious mac and cheese. Yes to putting it on a sandwich, creating the grilled mac and cheese sandwich. And yes to impromptu road trips to Sandwich, Illinois. Because that's living life to the flavor fullest. Get $1 delivery when you order on our app. Panera, live your yes. Pricing and product availability may vary. Visit PaneraBread.com. Due to a national blood shortage, Mississippi Blood Services is in critical need of donations to refill our supply. Summer travel is ahead and the need continues. Please help Mississippi Blood Services recover their supply of much-needed blood as we move into the summer months. Visit msblood.com or call 601-368-2673 to find a location near you to donate blood today. That's msblood.com. Need furniture or bedding now? The pandemic caused a big slowdown in production and shipping, so the wait can be longer than you'd like. Fortunately, Miss Skelly's has preferred status with our vendors, so despite some delays, we actually have a lot in stock and ready to go. Check out what's available now at MissSkelly's.com. The selection is growing, so if you don't see what you want, check again. Then order online or come into one of our showrooms. That perfect piece may be in stock and ready to go at Miss Skelly's. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Mississippi's workforce participation rate is 56%, the second lowest in the country. Senator Daniel Sparks sees that as an area that needs improvement if we're going to get more Mississippians insured. And I believe some of the work that's been done over the last several years that has brought good industry to the state of Mississippi, and I think we'll continue to see that, will bring good benefits as well. And the people uh, that we can have on the workforce role. And one state leader shared with Paul Gallo last week that he has not received the COVID vaccine. During an interview on Super Talk Mississippi, Secretary of State Michael Watson explains why. We're studying. Um, you know, we, we, we've talked to our doctors and we've got a couple of, of different opinions from different doctors. So uh, our right. children had had some reactions to vaccines early on and we're, we're a little concerned with that. Watson says that getting the vaccine is still a personal decision. Stephen Gagliano, Super Talk Mississippi News. The Mississippi Office of Homeland Security wants to remind you that public safety is everyone's responsibility. To help Mississippians take part in securing their communities, our office has created a C-Send app for smartphones that can send suspicious activity tips straight to the Mississippi Fusion Center. Download it for free from your app store today by searching C-Send. You can also report suspicious activity by phone to 888-4-SAFE-MS or 601-933-7200. Online reporting available at homelandsecurity.ms.gov. Hey, this is Stephen with Americans for Prosperity, Mississippi. Do you know how your legislators really voted on the issues that impact you and your family every day? Often, our elected officials campaign on defending your rights and liberties, yet they vote for special interest and irresponsible policies. See how your legislators voted at scorecardms.com to hold them accountable and encourage them to continue advancing the cause of liberty in Mississippi. Paid for by Americans for Prosperity. 
Mississippi news doesn't sleep, and neither do we. At supertalk.fm, you get news from all over the state, from stories to keep you safe, to legislation that could affect your bank account, to weather reports to help you better plan your weekend. Plus, find in-depth interviews with the newsmakers in the Supertalk podcast archives. And everything Mississippi sports, your Mississippi news, all the time, on air and online at supertalk.fm.fm. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Will you ever get so excited that you just can't wait? Sports Talk Mississippi, covering your Mississippi teams. I've been waiting my whole life for this. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. With you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Thanks for being with us on this Monday afternoon. So we said that we would come back and talk about the onside kick. So, let's talk about the onside kick. After the touchdown by Mississippi State that got the Bulldogs back within five, missed the uh, made it 28-23, missed the two-point conversion try, actually converted the first one, but there was a holding, and they had to come back and run it again from the 13-yard line and uh, and did not convert there. They go to the onside kick. It was a little surprising. It was about five minutes left. It was a good call. Great execution. It was called illegal touching on the field that the ball did not go the required 10 yards before it was kicked by the kicking team, except for the fact that the ball did go. Ten yards before it was touched. The kicker, Goodman, recovered it himself, did a great job shielding it. And so they, novel concept, decided to go to the review booth or the little camera. Paydad rolls his eyes. And so they review it. And they discovered that there was not illegal touching. However, there was an illegal block by the kicking team on an onside kick if you are... The kicking team, you cannot initiate blocking before the ball travels 10 yards. So, what did we learn during this little process? So, Borky, you were going to explain? Oh, go ahead, Aiden. No, what I'm going to say is, what, what finds I find humorous in this is, they make the wrong call, and then they review it, and they realize they make the wrong call, but they also missed another call. There's, there's no winning for these guys. They screwed everything up top to bottom. Well, and the statement, too, on the punt, letting, as it turns out, letting the guy pick the ball up was not the problem. The guy trying to stop play before the ball was formally downed was the problem, and so they should have stopped play when the guy incorrectly was trying to stop the play. It's just reception around here. But we learned. Reception. <laughs> we I learned. That sound effect. 99% of people learned uh, during this game that there are a set of penalties that can be added upon review on an onside kick, and one of the four, I believe it's four, happens to be illegal block. So if the kick is being reviewed and one of four penalties, four specific ones, show up on replay, the penalty can be assessed. 
I did not know that was possible. I did not know, other than targeting, you could add penalties anywhere, ever, in the game of football. Turns out, on onside kicks, there are four specific penalties that you can add upon review, and that happens to be one of them. So in that instance, that situation, they actually did do that part of their job correctly. And, and hey, Dad, I'm sure that the uh, replay official feeling heat thought, you know what, i got to get this one right. Yeah. Yeah. It worked out so well. It was definitely not, a not, makeup call. Not not like basketball officials in makeup calls. This was a little bit different scenario. That's the other thing about this. These are SEC officials. Where's the hometown cooking on that? Shouldn't it be the other way around? They should be screwing Memphis. My gosh. And And here's the truth of this. And, and you know it to be true. This would never happen to Alabama, to Georgia, to Florida. Never. Never not in a million years would a call like this go against them. Never. It would only go against State or Ole Miss or Vanderbilt, Kentucky. Arkansas. Maybe South, Arkansas. Ar- Arkansas maybe, had it happen to them last year yeah. against Auburn. Or maybe, Penn maybe State South Carolina. on Saturday who had to well, punt Penn, on third down because of an SEC officiating crew. Penn, so <laughs> Penn State was somehow able to escape. But it's just it's it just is what it is, you know. You go back to twenty eighteen and I was going to go back to twenty eighteen when they called the block in the back at Alabama that that was not a block in the back. Uh, Ole Miss last year against Auburn with the kickoff return. Uh, I mean, it's just there, there's no hey, end. If I you can, want, we could be here all day. I mean, if you want to go farther back and you want to pull Ole Miss into this, you go back to yeah. the twenty fourteen, twenty fourteen or fifteen season. At LSU on the uh, the phantom holding call that called the touchdown back in that low scoring game, that where Bo Wallace kind of got fourteen. Then yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um, just, they're just, they're plenty. It's just it's it's never going to get better. Nobody cares. The, the face mask will roll. Ole Miss Alabama twenty fourteen in Oxford. Ole Miss ended up winning that game. I mean, I can go back to nineteen ninety one and Alabama calling out state signals on the goal line and forcing state to jump off sides. No foul. I mean, I, we could play here all day. We could literally spend the whole show on it. Nobody cares. So, it yeah. is what it is. All of you are saying I'm, I'm letting off Mike Leach early. We'll get to winners and losers later. Yeah, there, there's both of these things can be true at once. And, and I know this is sensitive and it probably shouldn't be coming for me, but that's okay. I don't read the message boards anyway. Uh, it can be true... That, for lack of a better term, the punt thing is a screw job. Mm-hmm. Not intentional. I don't. I mean, it's not. It's not no, like no, no, the no. SEC it's, crew it's, had pro Memphis bias. They, not they inco- not biased, just incompetent. I've been saying it for a decade. That touchdown should not have happened for two reasons. Now, it, we've kind of glossed over the fact that the play shouldn't have happened because there were two number fours on the field. Like yeah. it's not Which, just by the, the way one that, thing. that gets missed on the regular. Yeah. That, that, that happened in the Ole Miss-Louisville game on opening night. It happened in an Egg Bowl a couple of years ago with uh, Robert Kimdichie and Hey Dad. Itavius Mathers. You came up with the name earlier. I wasn't going to short yeah. you that. That was, that was great on the recall. Um, <laughs> that happens more often than it should, and I just don't think that's something that the officials are they've got, they've got to change looking that rule. for. they got to change that rule. Either it's okay to have two number fours on the field, or nobody can have duplicate numbers. It's just, yeah. just got to change that rule. So that that should and, have never happened. And in a two point game, a touchdown that should not have happened is absolutely a deciding factor in the game that is not decided by the players on the field, and that is unacceptable. That that is absolutely true. Uh, it can also be true that State did not play well enough, and it, you should not have been in a situation where 
Memphis can have an egregious punt return for a touchdown that should have never happened be the deciding factor in the game. Both of those things can be true at once. State didn't do so. I mean, there, there was the fumble return for a touchdown early. There was the not scoring yeah. uh, with goal to go. I, I didn't mind going for it on fourth down. It's just the the execution was was poor. They didn't get the plan in time. It was a bad snap. It just was it was a disaster there. They didn't play well enough to win, and they should have won if jobs happened. Yeah, but they Somebody still didn't play well enough. Somebody in my, in my post game show made this comment, and I agree with it. Like you can, because what Borky is saying is true, right? That State didn't play well at all. But if you you come into the game, coaches and players come into the game with the expectation that the referees are going to call the game correctly, and if that doesn't happen, then everything else is is sort of hinging on that. So if the game is called correctly and everything else plays out the way that it did, Mississippi State wins the football game. One thing gets played out. One thing changed everything in that game. Because right, no, say that again. Say, say that one more time. That players and coaches come into the game with the expectation that it's going to be called correctly. No, no. no the the part about if every if you if everything that else one, in the game happens the way it happened, and we just change that one play, state wins. I take seven points off the board. Didn't Memphis have the lead already at that they're point? Up, where they they're up, again, if everything happens the way that it happened, other than that one play, it's a different game. What was the score when that happened? 21-17. Memphis was leading. Yeah. You're assuming a lot, though, because Memphis assume, would have had the football still. Well, I, I assume that referees don't know the rules, but evidently I shouldn't do that either. I... I understand where you're going with that. I just think that's a big jump to say, without question, Mississippi State wins that game when they were trailing when that happened. And Memphis was going to have the It play. may be an assumption. It may be a jump. I feel confident in making that assessment. Okay. That's fair. Um, What about the rest of the game? Memphis is a good football team. Memphis is not a great football team. Mississippi yeah. State. It's explosiveness. It's it, man. You can take post game analysis from every Mississippi State game, Sands LSU under Mike Leach, and have the copy and paste what you said about their offense. Copy and paste it. It's the same conversation, and it, they they protected pretty well. Yeah, it, Saturday as well. It, it wasn't as egregious of a bad offensive line day as some games in the past, but copy and paste it. God, it's the same thing. They threw the ball 67 times. 67. No explosion. Yeah. That's the issue with the offense right now. It is. Uh, well, you know what? There's explosion when you're down 11 points yeah. in the fourth quarter. There's explosion when you're down 20 points in the fourth quarter. Got to find a way to have explosion the whole game. I, I'm watching these games. Receivers are open. Rodgers has got to find them. He's got to get better. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. Want to be a part of the conversation? Hit us up on the ceasefire text line 601 879 4395. Get them ready. Winners and losers coming to start the 4 o'clock hour. We'll wrap the 3 o'clock hour up when we come back.
the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations. Serving your glass needs in Richland on 51 North and at Brandon. They're at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Just call them at 601-605-4443. Look for minor delays northbound on 468 just past Climate Drive. Also some delays 20 eastbound just past Gallatin. Otherwise, things looking fairly decent so far this afternoon. Please buckle up and drive safe. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call 601-353-5217. Here's the story about one of my favorite customers. Tell me, John. Well, I greeted him, of course, as he came in Junikers and said he was looking for something very special for his wife. Mm -hmm. So I shared with him some of our latest collections, and he selected a gorgeous diamond bracelet. It was an exquisite choice I knew his wife would love. So, of course, I had to ask, what's the occasion? Is this her anniversary? Her birthday? (laughs) He just smiled and said, it's Thursday. So just because? Just because. A good man. Wise man. You see, when it comes to expressing your love, he knew the right time is now. At Juniker Jewelry Company, love is what we do. We're Mississippi's direct diamond importer. With ten times the diamonds, engagement rings, and fine designer jewelry, you'll see in average jewelry stores. All at the guaranteed best prices in the state. And where every day is Thursday. Juniker Jewelry Company, Mississippi's direct diamond importer, 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and junikerjewelry.com. No Drip Roofing and Construction. The name says it all. All types of roofing and construction. Your certified, certainteed shingle installer, family-owned and operated for over 20 years here in the Metro. No Drip Roofing and Construction, 601-371-1051. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. If you're about to start a project or remodel with wood, you need to think Miller Lumber in Richland. Since 1953, we've built a solid reputation of supplying quality wood at a lower price, like western red cedar and cypress lumber, as well as a wide variety of patterns in pine, cedar, and cypress. Shop Miller Lumber for the best price new pine flooring and treated lumber in town. Miller Lumber, 551 Old Highway 49 South in Richland. Visit MillerLumberSales.com, 601-936-7099. The Beach Boys, live in concert. Over five decades of timelessness. October 6th at Brandon Amphitheater. The Beach Boys, 2021 Phil Flows World Tour. Get reserved seats now at Ticketmaster.com. VIP packages available at TheBeachBoys.com and MikeLove.com. Produced by Red Mountain Entertainment. When it comes to your business IT solutions, smarter is better. Meet the authority from Seaspire. Our team of super specialized engineers partner with businesses of all sizes, taking on their toughest IT challenges while finding new opportunities. Connectivity, data security, cloud services, you name the tech, we have a specialist for it. Seaspire Business. Win with authority. Your partners in IT. Get connected to the fastest internet speeds available. Visit seaspire.com slash business. This is Jake Mangum. Some call me the mayor. No player wins any game by themselves. It takes a team. So if you want excellent customer service and competitive insurance rates, you need to go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau, just like I did. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. 
Capital City metro area. Love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Okay, what we do next? Keep it moving, buddy. You can be a part of Sports Talk Mississippi. 888 808 on Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. Going back to the very first text that we got to start the show, because I, I said there were layers to uh, to the question. It said, uh, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but how do you sort out the mess that is Mississippi State football? So there is the immediacy of the blown call and the statement and the frustration that goes along with that. But then there's also the... Why was the game in the situation that it was in in the fourth quarter between Mississippi State and Memphis? And that's not even a takeaway from Memphis. Again, I, I think they're they're a good team. I don't think they're a great team, but I do think they're a good team. But from a talent perspective, and look, hey, Dad, I'll go ahead and mention this. I, I may take away one of your losers. You may have been ready to pop me in the loser category saying that I was a jinx or, or whatever. That's fine. <laughs> But look, the reality is this. I believed what I was saying on Friday when we made our picks. Borky, we picked two games, and we changed the rules on how we pick also. you got to pick one game where you got a favorite and one game with an underdog. I like it. By the way, my picks on the podcast, and and, and you can listen so I'm not making this up, 3-0 had Florida covering, Penn State, and Ole Miss. Well, you're only allowed two of those. Well, you know, pick whatever two you want, I guess. You're two and up. There you I was go. zero and two, so I didn't have a good weekend. My uh, my underdog won. BYU believe you got to believe yeah. in the Cougs. Uh, BYU is three and zero this year. They're in good shape. All wins over the Pac-12. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Congrats Pac-12. to the Big Twelve for getting uh, a legit Power Five team, as it turns out. <laughs> Uh, I was wrong on the other day. I picked Mississippi State for uh, for my favorite. They were a three, three-and-a-half-point favorite, depending on where you got it. If you're curious, yes, I put my money where my mouth was on that and was a loser as a result. I just believed that Mississippi State's defense was going to make it very, very difficult on Seth Hennigan, and frankly, they did. Hennigan's numbers weren't great. I think he only threw it 18 times in the game. Memphis State had, did, what, 300 and something yards of, of total offense? I think they were under 300. I mean, State did a great job defensively. This is a team that scored 55 a week ago and had 680 yards of offense. State cut that in half. They only gave up 17 points, and, and three of those were on a really short field. Yeah, They gave up one long drive, basically. So, ish. Bigger picture. What's your concern for Mississippi State? That they, they can't do anything offensively. Why is Basically, it so slow? Why why are they moving slow, so slow? It's methodical, and I, I mean, if this was the wishbone, I could live with that. But I, and I talked about this a lot on the podcast. You know, if you hire, there are some people when you hire them, you have an expectation, or you go somewhere and their name gives you an expectation. There are certain restaurants where if you hear this guy's the chef, okay, I got a high expectation. When you hire Mike Leach, I expect the offense to be clicking. 
from day one. And if not day one, certainly into year two. And it's just not. It's not It's not even entertaining to watch. You know, you look back last year, I talked about this a lot with Ole Miss, like, they're not winning, but at least the games are exciting. They give their fans something to be excited about. It's like watching a baseball game where it goes single, walk, walk, double play, walk, walk, single to score a run. One run. That's what State's offense is. It's just ding, 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 ding. There's the, but then at this, like I said earlier, when they're down and they have to have it, and that's the time where teams should be playing back and not allowing the deep ball. And State keeps finding these passes. So I know it's remarkable. Are... On the on the last drive where Mississippi State went two plays touchdown. Yeah, Memphis was they rushing four, and they had seven defensive backs, and there were holes all over the coverage. They could be doing this every time. And I don't know what you got to say to Will Rogers. I mean, he took some more deep shots in this game. I'll give him that. He had a few more plays. He, if he had hit Makai Polk for that long one, maybe that's a, it's a different game. But they, they've got to find ways to get their playmakers. The ball. Tula Griffin didn't get a, didn't have a touch. He got one target. See, Not that, that, that's a huge issue right there. I had I had a long rant about him on the podcast today, and I mean Jaden Wally the, in the second half didn't didn't have a didn't have a, but one catch. Got to give him the ball. Yeah. So how about the last two text messages from this guy or gal? Don't have a name associated, so we just assuming. Last Wednesday, Mississippi State could dominate, and Ole Miss could be challenged on Saturday. Today, Leach is going to prove to be a tremendous coach. Well, I hope you're right. You're wrong on the first. We'll see. I mean, I don't know. Maybe could was the operative word there. Um, not how it played out. We spent the entire first hour of the show on Mississippi State and Memphis, primarily on the officiating blunder that was pivotal in the game. Hey, Dad says it changed the outcome. May have. We will get to Ole Miss and Tulane. A dominating performance by Ole Miss at home on Saturday night. But before we do that, we'll get to winners and losers with you. You know how it works. What did you like from the weekend? What did you not like? Ceasefire text line 601-879-4395. Send them to us. We'll be right back in the Pearl River Resort Studios. I'm Steve Rappaport. The Biden administration streamlining the screening process for international air travel to the U.S. Starting in November, foreigners can enter the country if they show proof of vaccination and a negative COVID-19 test. Today, nearly 6 billion shots um, have been administered globally and dozens of countries have strong vaccination rates. White House COVID-19 response team coordinator Jeff Seintz. Hundreds of Haitians returning to Mexico as the U.S. moves to dismantle a migrant camp in the Texas border city of Del Rio. Under the International Bridge here in Del Rio, upwards of 12,000 migrants are still living here, waiting to see what happens to them after they crossed illegally into the country. Many of them have used sticks and plants to kind of build temporary structures here. Many of them don't know how long they're going to be here or if they're going to be deported. Fox's Bill Malugin. America is listening to Fox News. 
If you or someone you know suffers from dizziness or imbalance, Physical of Jackson, spelled F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, can help improve your balance and decrease your chances of falling. Susan Geiger and her team of specialized therapists are as unique as their name, providing a personalized approach to therapy and cutting-edge equipment. Physical, F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, spelled different because we are different. Call today for your appointment, 601-487-2260. Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt. Hunting season is almost here, and to help you celebrate our favorite time of the year, we've just got in a huge selection of rifles and shotguns, as well as the ammo to go with them. Our gunsmithing department is offering fast turnaround on firearms that you meant to turn in long before now. The only problem I'm having is my wife, Jane. She got mad at me because I bought a new shotgun for dove season and hadn't said a word to me in two weeks. But, you know, the more I think about it, that's not such a bad thing after all. Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A Mississippi lawmaker is drafting a bill to ensure that the families of first responders who die from COVID-19 are taken care of. Representative Tom Miles shared his request for a bill that would provide these families with the $100,000 that's typically paid out by the state when their loved ones are killed in the line of duty. Sharing the details of the potential legislation, Miles said that health care workers who pass away from the virus would also be included. Meanwhile, while the House and Senate are still working toward an agreement on a medical marijuana program, and some lawmakers say that they are very close. Senator Chuck Younger supports medical marijuana, but believes it needs to be highly regulated. I signed a petition for medical marijuana, yeah. but I didn't read the, the Sears catalog behind it, and I should have. Lawmakers plan to tax medical marijuana at 7%, but Younger thinks it should be at least 10%. Y'all listen up. Have you seen all the litter on the sides of our roads? We need to all do our part to fight litter. Put trash in its proper place and make sure items in your truck beds are secure. Remember, trash blows. Secure your load. Please do your part to keep Mississippi beautiful. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.org. That's keepmsbeautiful.org. Remember, always protect the road. Secure your load. I'm Mike McCormick, President of the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. It's harvest time for our farmers all across Mississippi, and that means you might come face-to-face with slow-moving equipment like tractors, combines, and cotton pickers on our rural roads and bridges. So for the safety of you and our farmers, please slow down, be patient, don't text and drive, and give our farmers the space they need. Just like you, Mississippi farmers want to do their job and return safely to their loved ones. Thank you from your friends at the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. One of the main responsibilities of the Mississippi Forestry Commission is to put out wildfires across the state, which state forester Russell Bozeman says are more prevalent than you may think. We have a lot of wildfire in the state. You know, we we actually, this past fiscal year, had a little over 19,000 acres burned. Recently, the commission also sent a team of wildland firefighters to assist with the wildfire suppression efforts in California. And some people have already started stocking up for their Thanksgiving feast. Ginny Casola with Fox says the big food chains have been buying for months to avoid the shortages that occurred a year ago. They've been buying from a wider range of brands than usual. Groceries for holiday meals are expected to cost more this year as retailers pass on higher expenses. Companies say they have enough warehouse space to store holiday supplies like canned pumpkin and cranberry sauce. For all things Mississippi, Find us online at supertalk.fm. Stephen Gagliano, Supertalk Mississippi News. 
When you experience the Sanderson Farms Championship, it's not just a good time, it's a great way to give back. Proceeds from the championship are donated to Mississippi's only children's hospital to support the nearly 180,000 patient visits at Children's of Mississippi each year. Last year, over $1.4 million were raised to go toward the completion of a much-needed children's hospital expansion. So join us for the Sanderson Farms Championship September 27th through October 3rd at the Country Club of Jackson. What's my core value? Equity. Compassion. Determination. At AmeriCorps, my commitment to equity gives every student a strong start. My compassion brings food and friendship to neighbors in need. My determination protects parks in my community. Every day, AmeriCorps members and volunteers live their values to make communities stronger. What's at your core? Learn more at AmeriCorps.gov. Gallo here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. I listen to it at work. At work. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. On Super Talk Mississippi. Did you get that memo? Yes, sir. Talk Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm. Thanks for being with us on this Monday afternoon, rolling into the second hour of the show. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, and Brian Haydad. You can join us on the ceasefire text line, 601-879-4395. Sports Talk coming to you every day from the Pearl River Resort Studios. Pearl River Resort, home of the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. For more information, visit them online at Pearl River Resort. Dot com. It is Monday. It is just after 4 o'clock. That means it is time for the computer is frozen. All I do is win, win, win. It's no still frozen. What. It's still frozen. Oh, I'm clicking. You hear, you hear me? Hear that? I hear you. I believe you. Oh, here we go. We can even do it without the music, can't we? Nah. Winners right. and losers. We got, we got winners. We got a loser. Americans love a winner and will not tolerate a loser. Winners and losers, what did you like from the weekend? What did you not like from the weekend? That's how this works. You can send us yours to the ceasefire text line. We'll get to those in just a few minutes. I got a little, uh, little off script here with a winner to, uh, to start things off. I got, I'll give you three. I'm just going to go rapid fire three winners. First, a quarterback, but not the quarterback that you would expect me to give you. A quarterback that played in a game late on Saturday night and his name is Jake Hayner, the quarterback for Fresno State. 39 of 53, 455 yards, two touchdowns, one interception, sacked three times. And basically playing on one leg at the end of the game against UCLA as Fresno State went into the Rose Bowl and did something well that LSU couldn't do, and that was win. Forty to thirty-seven. What a wild game. Um uh, forty to thirty-seven over UCLA to get the win. So that's uh that's winner number one for me. Winner number two, the grounds crew that handles Vaughn Hemingway Stadium in Oxford. 
I don't know what the official downpour measurement was. I don't have a rain gauge in my yard the way some people do. Had to be three inches that fell in a couple of hours. Just torrential rain. And you kept looking at it, and there were puddles on the sideline on the turf area, but the field was not holding water. Insert whatever jokes you want to about Swayze Lake from a regional a few years ago where the drainage system was stopped up. This was a football field with a lot of people watching and a TV audience waiting to go that was spectacular. Really, it drained well, and the field never got chewed up the way that I thought it was going to. So all the guys and gals that work on the field at Vaught-Hemingway Stadium, big props to you, winner, for what you uh, what you pulled off over the course of the weekend. And my final winner? I'm just going to go Matt Corral, although you could kind of go Ole Miss offense collectively. He is playing at an almost unimaginable level right now in terms of control and making the right decisions and taking what is given and being patient. And then when the defense finally gives him the opportunity to push it down the field, he does that a couple of times on Saturday night. He ties the Ole Miss record for touchdowns in a game held by Showboat Boykin since the uh, mid-1950s. With seven touchdowns, three through the air, four on the ground, and it earned him SEC Offensive Player of the Week honors. Matt Corral, big time winner. Yeah, you didn't add in the the best part of that. That the SEC record first player in SEC football history to throw for three and run for four, and second player in the history of college football to do the same. Uh, I I mean, you you think about how many elite dual threat quarterbacks have played in the SEC. It's a very specific stat, but still something that Cam Newton did not do in his one year. It's something that Johnny Manziel did not do. It's something Tim Tebow did not do. Uh, It was a unique night, uh, for sure. And, I mean, he's just just special. uh, That's what he is. I didn't know we weren't doing the round robin thing, so you took one of mine. But that, that's I'm fine. sorry. I just I just you, wanted you, to fire you got to give a shout out though, Borky. He ties the immortal Showboat Boykin yeah. for most touchdowns in a game. Um, so how about the Big Twelve? The Big Twelve for a specific reason. Now I know that UCF lost at Louisville on Friday night. And doing their, like, as time's expiring, just throw the ball around back and forth and back and forth. They lost their quarterback for the season. Uh, He broke his collarbone, I think, diving for a loose football when the game was basically over. So that stinks. But that aside... Wait, Dylan Gabriel did? Yeah. Yeah. Diving diving for a loose ball at the end, the the last play of the game, when the clock had already hit zero. Yeah, he's out for a while. That's uh, that's tough. But great game though. Cincinnati goes to Indiana, not a great Indiana team, and wins a game. And BYU, like we said earlier, is three and zero right now against the Pac-12 so far this season. So pretty good additions. I mean, it's you you like what you're seeing from your new additions. If you're the Big Twelve, are they Texas and Oklahoma? No, but. Looks pretty good so far for them. That's a good winner. Hey, Dad. It's so tough. <laughs> have, have you a winner? Yeah. I, I, I got see. one more if you need it. Well, I, I'll give Alabama a winner, but I thought they may also be sort of losers because I didn't think they played very well. And I'd like to give Dan Mullen a winner because I thought his team played a lot better than I expected them to. But they still can't get the job done. He can, he will never, ever get over the hump and beat Nick Saban. I just, I just don't believe he ever will, and I don't think he'll beat Kirby Smart very much. 
either. So that game had had things about it that that make you you know think that both teams could be winners and both teams could be losers. That was a fascinating college football game that did not go the way I would expect it. If you told me one team was just going to line up and run it down the other's throat, I would not have expected that team to have been Florida. And it was twenty-one to three at one point, right? I mean, Florida yeah, had to claw I was like, back to get into that game. I was just sitting there thinking, okay, my my pick was spot on for this. It's going to end up forty-two to three or something, and then give them credit and did it without Richardson. You know, Emory Jones did all of that, so yeah, pretty impressive game. Yeah, I I actually wanted to make fun of Florida fans for what they did after the game, and then I realized, you know what, I would have been in the same boat. They. That team got cheered, like standing ovation when they were leaving the field after the game. At Florida, there's no such thing as moral victories. But tell me you didn't think that game was over 10 minutes into the first quarter. They yeah. were getting smoked, absolutely smoked. People, Some people left the stadium. There, there were more empty seats in the third quarter than there were at the end of the first. I mean, people left and they, they fought and clearly... College football as a whole, which was my second winner for, you know, for coming back to me, feels attainable by more than like three teams. Everybody is flawed. Everybody has shown that they have flaws. It feels like there are a bunch of teams that can all beat each other. And it's about time because now we don't have a predetermined outcome. Alabama's got four games on the schedule where I think, you know what, they could lose. They probably won't. They'll be favored in all of them. But those games exist. Every team that's undefeated right now, you look at their schedule and you think, they've got games that they can lose. I'm actually interested. There's been years where Alabama did not have an interesting game on their schedule. Not one. They do now. That's good for the SEC and for college football. I agree with you on uh, on that front. I'm going to add Dylan Johnson to the winner's list. I know his numbers weren't just like blow you away on Saturday. They were good. That guy played so hard and hurt, especially late in that ball game. To, to the point, hey, Dad, that I was watching, I was like, because I, I didn't get to watch the end of it in, in real time. So it was kind of go back and watch the fourth quarter. I was like, is, is he going to stay in the game? And I guess Woody Marks was, was out at that point, and so they needed him in the game. Not only did he just stay on the field, I mean, they never used him. It was check down pass, check down pass, handoff, carry a yeah. defender on what basically looked like one leg late in the ball game. Yeah, you play that hard, you deserve to be on the winners list. Let me segue from that into my loser, which is Mike Leach, because there was a play late in the game where I think right after the punt where they where they kick off to state, and Dylan Johnson's out there and he takes the kick. Why is he out there for kickoffs? He's hurt. Let the man have a playoff. Surely somebody else right? can come out there. Yeah, he's an up back. Surely somebody else can do that. Le- Leach. In reality, you know, let's take the, the the bad call out of it. Just made terrible decisions. You got first and goal inside the five, and you're going to throw it four times. I mean, it should just be a rule in the game of football that you've got to run it at least once. Uh, and then you decide not to take the field goal there when you were up seventeen to seven. You can't let underdogs have hope. That's how they win. You've got to squash them at every opportunity. If you go up twenty to seven at that point. The game is probably over. Just and then at the end, you know, I, I, if they told you they reviewed it, that's fine. You can't just stand there like a bump on a log. Too many people pay too much money to watch your football team to watch you just sit there and just okay, shrug your shoulders. Okay, you, you got to say something. You make five million dollars a year. Twenty five grand is like somebody finding me two bucks. You'll be all right. 
or use one of your timeouts. Who cares if they said they looked at it? Well, look at yeah, it. Yeah, I want to look longer. at it again. Look at look it at again. Look at it a little Something, longer. Anything. You can't just sit there and say, and you just look like you did. You can't. Your winners and losers when we come back on the Ceasefire text line at 601-879-4395. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations, Everty Glass Needs in Ridgeland and Brandon, locally owned and operated with free mobile service in the Tri-County area. Call 601-605-4443. Minor slowdowns in Clinton on Highway 80 at College Street and in Rankin County. Look for some minor slowdowns. Highway 25 at Holly Bush. Elsewhere, things looking fairly decent so far this afternoon. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call Smith Brothers 601-353-5217. I'm here with John Ravenstein, and John, you sure seem to love what you do. What's not to love? (laughs) Working with diamonds and gemstones? Ever since I was a kid, growing up in Northeast Jackson, I dreamed of being a jeweler. You knew that early on what you wanted to be in life? I would ride my bike every day after school, Mm -hmm. all the way down to my parents' store on Capitol Street to clean the jewelry cases, just to see every diamond I could. It was amazing. (laughs) Like a kid in a candy store, huh? And right then I knew. It was either that or a rock star. I didn't know you could sing. You know, I can't. That's why I'm a jeweler. <laughs> I don't know, John. If you think about it, you got thousands of fans. Yeah. And women who adore you. <laughs> okay. You're a rock star. I guess you're right. And these, these are my Rolling Stones. Juniker Jewelry, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. From anywhere in Mississippi, we're at 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and junikerjewelry.com. If you work in the manufacturing world, Ace Bolt and Screw would like the opportunity to earn your business. Ace Bolt and Screw has been Mississippi family owned and operated for more than 50 years. They specialize in vendor managed inventory and they're ISO certified. Ace Bolt and Screw services and delivers fasteners for small, medium, and large scale industrial operations across the country. Visit acebolt.net to learn more or call 601-355-3448. Discover vendor managed inventory by Ace Bolt and Screw today. Catch Madison Central Jaguar football right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3 each Friday night during the season. Brought to you in part by Jersey Mike's on Highway 51 in Madison. Does your body hurt? Have you tried unsuccessful treatments for plantar fasciitis, tennis elbow, shoulder pain, or IT band? Innovative Health Clinic, formerly Acoustic Wave Treatment Center, offers an affordable non-surgical solution through acoustic wave therapy. The beneficial effects of acoustic wave therapy are often experienced after only one or two treatments. The therapy eliminates pain and restores mobility, improving your quality of life. Schedule your appointment at 601-944-5585 or online at InnovativeHealthClinic.net. Now taking same-day appointments. Family Termite is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Can you feel it? Sports Talk Mississippi. Yeah! On Super Talk Mississippi.
Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. Borky, do you have a loser you wanted to get to? Yeah, there's a few. The Saints are losers, but, I mean, you're, when you're missing as many starters as they were, can't be surprised. Uh, a handful of Georgia students are huge losers, and I mean that like in the literal term. When you're in college, you should be, you know, learning how to live on your own, chasing women around, you know, maybe having a beer or two, going to ball games, meeting friends, getting an education, but, you know, having fun as a 19, 20, 21-year-old, not painting a 16-year-old boy's name on your shirtless body with we want in front of it. If you are in college, you should never paint. We want a 16-year-old boy's name on your shirtless body, you weirdos. Jeez. Go find a girlfriend. (laughs) Ah. Woo. That's that's harsh, but fair. I'm just letting that one breathe because I love it when Haydad giggles. Oh my god, <laughs> that's more of a belly laugh, actually. You know what's funny is like you watch. I'm watching it happen. I'm like, well, you know, as recruiting goes, I guess whatever. But when you say it like that, yeah. when you say we want a 16 year old boy <laughs> on your You're shirtless right. body, there, there's no getting around it. That's weird. Chant to do whatever. <laughs> yeah, Slip him a hundred bucks when he walks, walks by. You know, whatever you got to do. Avoid putting his name on your back, you weird guy. Let, let's um, let's <laughs> go through your winners and losers on the ceasefire text line. <laughs> I guess Jason's making Hey Dad a loser. He said, Hey Dad need, needs a therapist. Mullen clearly hurt him. LOL. I mean, I'm just speaking the truth. He'll never beat Saban. He hadn't done it yet. RC is a loser for saying MSU is the safest money you can bet this weekend. Well, hey, you're going to be a loser. My lock of the truth. century loss, so we're we're really cooking around here. The lock of the century of the week. <laughs> Here's one winner. My prediction: Ole Miss will be going into Tuscaloosa and will win. Okay. Loser. The poll voters who didn't put Ole Miss in the top ten. There are, if I remember correctly, two voters that left them entirely out of the top 25. <laughs> that's just silliness. I mean, that's just, that's really, that's really bad. That's kind of dumb at this point. Um, loser. Not me, but I'm reading what I'm is in front of here. Me for drinking too much at the state game and getting loud after the bad call. I apologize to everyone in Section 117. Sorry. I've been promoting that stadium should have Section X for years. Pay a little extra, say whatever you want. King Biscuit, uh, we're going to drop this in the loser category. He says for $5 million a year plus assistant salaries, it's got to be better than this. Yeah, I agree with that. Quinn, Tom Petty, rest in peace, definitely a winner on Saturday. A cool, cool Tom Petty story that they did on both game day and uh, SEC Nation. 
And uh, Florida has turned I Won't Back Down into kind of their stadium anthem at the end of the third quarter, start of the fourth quarter. Yeah, we're doing this thing now in college football where full stadiums are singing songs and more of that. Yeah. It's a very European soccer thing. and It's fine. It's good stuff. Uh, Louie, I don't know if this goes into winner or loser category. He says MSU took Leach's soul away when they banned him from Twitter. You can't coach without a soul. Not banned from Twitter. He's on Twitter. Well, he's less entertaining on Twitter than he he's used to be. He's less entertaining on Twitter, yeah. He's he got, he he's had one of your governor. moments today, by the way. He had one of your moments today. They got into a dis- debate about turkey versus ham, evidently. We'll, we'll get to hear that tomorrow. Uh, here's one. Mike Leach is my loser. He's in over his head, I think. I don't know if that's the case. But... MP, loser. College coaches, game management, and college students that don't know that you can go right on red. Can't go right on red. Two very two different things there, but I uh, can't argue with either. No. Bubba and Meridian, winner. Ole Miss, who stayed at the stadium, uh, I guess Ole Miss fans who stayed at the stadium through a two-hour weather delay. Yeah. Yeah. The, the paid attendance for that game was 54000 and change. Obviously, there wasn't anywhere close to that. The 2,500 or students or so students that just stayed through the entire downpour, and I don't know, probably 20,000 fans when it was all 20, 25,000 fans that were there for the game, considering the conditions and what they had to wait through, I thought the crowd was okay on Saturday night. Yeah, Maybe even good. Here's an idea. I know people in both athletic direct uh, athletic departments listen to this show on occasion. So if one of you from the Old Miss Variety are listening, find out how you can. Because they scan their IDs, I assume, when you let them in the stadium. Those students that stayed save their seats for the Arkansas game. That's the least you can do for them. For sticking it out the way they did, they deserve to get those seats again for the Arkansas game. Find a way, save their seats, let them sit front row up close for that game. Figure it out. You can do it. I know you can. They deserve that because college student me would not have sat through all that to watch a football game. No shot. And they deserve something for doing that because that was pretty cool to see. They appeared to be having a large time, so much so that somebody did a video uh, of them at one point, and it got sent back to Lane Kiffin in the locker room, and he went and recorded with you know whoever's help a video message that was played on the video board during the delay to thank the students in particular who were staying out there and asked them to stay for the game because they needed it. It was kind of a uh, kind of a cool deal. Uh, winner Penn State for winning despite bad officiating. Yeah, that was a cool environment. Clifford is really limited, though. I mean, people think that Penn State's like a national title contender, and I just talked about how great the parody is. I think they're limited at the most important position on the field, and that'll bite them somewhere. Um, by the way, Bo Nix did not change with his coach. No. Bo Nix is still very much Bo Nix. Bo Nix is Bo Nix. So. I, I don't know what to make of this. Oh, go ahead. Um, well, there are two things here. Loser Mike Leach looks like a guy I went to high school with, always foggy, especially on Saturdays. Okay. And then it says, this sounds weird, but I like watching Hey Dad's Jelly Belly. I was, I was going to bring that up. I hope you're a good-looking woman. Uh, I don't know what else is going on. <laughs> Otherwise, you know. Maybe, maybe he's going to paint his chest for you. <laughs> or she. Or, oh, wait. Sorry, I'm going farther down that road. I, mean, I don't know how many letters it is, like 12. You need 12 of your friends. You get, we want Hey Dad. Right there on the uh, front row. Hopefully, I hope that's at Vaught Hemingway too. 
Uh, if you I think guys didn't my favorite one, it, though, is... My favorite Greenville one is... Christian I, a winner? Sorry. I, sh- I should just bring it up every week. My winner is Mississippi State's National Championship baseball team. I should just... That, that's an easy one for me to get every week. I need to start doing that. Loser. John Cohen. Football program has been at a downward trend since 2017. We're about to start averaging 35 fans at the game and losing a lot of boring football games. I don't know what I don't know what the attendance is going to be this week, but it's not going to be great. It's a more complex conversation to have, and, and we don't have the time today. I, I I think still, even with watching what we've watched so far, the people that are talking about firing and already putting candidate lists online and doing photoshops of coaches and state gear and stuff, I think all that is not realistic. One in particular? One, one Hugh Freeze in particular, which uh, a lot of people would have to delete a lot of pages uh, if, there, if, there would be, if, if there would if be that's some fun times at the press conference, I promise you that. Uh, but I, I don't know if that's realistic at every level financially. I don't think it's practical. I don't think it's fair. All that stuff. I, I just that yeah, that conversation is not one that you should be having not, right now. We're honestly. not there yet. No. Brian and Charleston, my losers of the Mississippi State offensive line, and apparently we do not have more than two running backs on the team. Okay. Um, is that the longest Ole Miss fans have ever stayed at a football game? Probably that many of them. <laughs> Probably. Stayed for the Ole Miss game was a drowned rat, but it was well worth it. First game I've attended in person in 15 years. Jeff and Grenada, loser states passes not allowing yards after the catch always requires reaching out or behind or jumping. Well, and defenders are, are usually there as well. But I, I did think part of the lack of explosiveness, I, I think, is tied to personnel. I mean, Polk made an incredible catch when he was double covered. I mean, that, he, he's really good. State has good receivers, but they, he's right in that they're not given, being, being given the opportunity to shine. That, Wally, Griffin, Polk, Calvin, and Heath, that is a legit SEC receiving yeah. group. That ball took a long time to get there, and it wasn't that deep of a throw. I need more There's information. Some limitation there. This is winner Paul Gallo calling Richard out this morning on the Gallo Show. He and I had you, fun at your expense. I probably need to hear more about this. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. We'll be right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a slight chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 87. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 72. Tuesday, a 50-50 shot of rain, mostly sunny, high near 89. Tuesday evening, a 60% chance of rain, low around 64. And for your Wednesday, sunny skies, high near 78. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. 
For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you can tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops, or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size and installed, picture frame glass, tables, desktops, inside insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass. They'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at VenableGlass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services, 601-605-4443. In the constitutive event of a lifetime, come experience the dynamic energy of one of the most accomplished musicians of our time, Carlos Santana. Blessings and Miracles Tour 2021. This Sunday, Brandon Amphitheater. Take a trip through the hits from Woodstock to Supernatural and a backwards flip into the unknown. Reserve seat tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Produced by Red Mountain Entertainment. I'm Rex Baker with Gateway Rescue Mission. People are angry these days, but you don't have to be. Let's get 2021 started right, because somebody out there needs your help. At Gateway Rescue Mission, your donation can provide a meal. Your prayer can unlock the power of God to change a life. If we spend more time praying and less time fussing, we can help some people. Go to gatewaymission.org. Make a donation and help change your life today. Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt. Hunting season is almost here, and to help you celebrate our favorite time of the year, we've just got in a huge selection of rifles and shotguns, as well as the ammo to go with them. Our gunsmithing department is offering fast turnaround on firearms that you meant to turn in long before now. The only problem I'm having is my wife, Jane. She got mad at me because I bought a new shotgun for dove season and hadn't said a word to me in two weeks. But, you know, the more I think about it, that's not such a bad thing after all. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A Mississippi lawmaker is drafting a bill to ensure that the families of first responders who die from COVID-19 are taken care of. Representative Tom Miles shared his request for a bill that would provide these families with the $100,000 that's typically paid out by the state when their loved ones are killed in the line of duty. Sharing the details of the potential legislation, Miles said that health care workers who pass away from the virus would also be included. Meanwhile, the House and Senate are still working toward an agreement on a medical marijuana program, and some lawmakers say that they are very close. Senator Chuck Younger supports medical marijuana, but believes it needs to be highly regulated. I signed a petition for medical marijuana, but I didn't read the, the Sears catalog behind it, and I should have. Lawmakers plan to tax medical marijuana at 7%, but Younger thinks it should be at least 10%. Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services in Hattiesburg is one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses. Pine Grove provides the highest quality mental health care for children, adolescents, and adults. Pine Grove also features several specialty addiction treatment programs for men and women. Additionally, Pine Grove specializes in the treatment of licensed professionals. Please call 1-888-574-HOPE for more information and visit pinegrovetreatment.com. 
Trustmark is the bank that fits you to a T. You can bank right on your phone or tablet with the My Trustmark app. Our mortgage lenders will help you buy your dream two-story tutor. And Trustmark Tailored Wealth offers tried and true advice that makes transforming your future a piece of uh, toast? Nice. Trustmark. People you trust. Advice that works. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Whether you're a rebel, a bulldog, a golden eagle, or just a sports fan, Super Talk Mississippi has got a podcast for you. For you. Sports Talk Mississippi, The Rebel Report, Thunder and Lightning, the Super Talk Eagle Hour are all now available for you. And it's all free. Free. Get them all on demand at supertalk.fm and on your smartphone. Just search for Super Talk on iTunes, Google Play, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. I can't believe what I'm hearing. This is Sports Talk Mississippi, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. talked about anybody else in the SEC yet today. We will do that starting right now. We'll talk about Ole Miss and Tulane. But before we do that, Shane Beamer in his first year as the uh, head coach of the South Carolina Gamecocks had a uh, tough Georgia defense to uh, deal with on Saturday, putting it mildly, and he was asked about that after the game. Yeah, and what did he say? <laughs> Wait, can you not hear it? No. <laughs> I sure thought it was playing. Not working. <laughs> hey, see it? Hold on. Do you hear it now? Yes, yeah, restart it. All right, let me start it from the beginning. As I was saying, Shane Beamer was asked about uh, Georgia's defense after the game. Just what were they doing to maybe make things physical on the offensive side and, and maybe being able to get a push? Who what, who was doing? Uh, Georgia's a defensive line. What were they doing to maybe make things difficult on the offense? Uh, they've got like a hundred five star football players on their defense. They are they have a defensive lineman that weighs three hundred forty pounds and, and runs better than everybody on this call. Uh, they've got five-star defensive backs. They're big and physical and fast. I mean, other than that, they're really freaking good. That's why they have the top defense in the country. They're hard to run the football on. So there wasn't some magical scheme they came out with tonight. They got five-star recruits everywhere, and they play really physical. Damn. (laughs) (laughs) So that's my buddy. That's my buddy Ben Portnoy on the question there, former MSU beat writer. We've had him here on the show recently talking about South Carolina. I don't know what kind of response he was expecting, but I know it wasn't that. That's a fantastic answer. Yeah, it's pretty good stuff. I just appreciate honesty sometimes uh, because it could have been very easy for him to go coach speak. Well, you know, we just got to get better. You know, they they outcoached us today, and we got to work. No, he's like nah. they're, they have better players than I do. I mean, look at these got, guys. What do you want me to do? Five stars on defense. Yeah. Come the on. absolute best part of that answer. Damn. Yeah, that's the best part. <laughs> what do you expect me to say? Yeah. Which really, he could have just said that and described the entire thing. Yeah. But yeah. what? Uh, 
Rob wanted us to read this as well. He had winner Lane Kiffin and the Ole Miss Rebels loser all the leaks in the vault. It doesn't make sense that every time it rains, we can't go inside the stadium for shelter because it's raining through the stadium almost as bad as it is outside. Hashtag fix the vault. He says, please pass this along to Keith Carter. I think Keith Carter is well aware of the deficiencies of Vaught-Hemingway Stadium, and that's part of the reason, Rob, that Keith Carter is asking you to do your part in helping raise $400 million to completely tear down the west side of the stadium and rebuild it. Just go ahead and write that check. If you want to write a check for all of it, I'm sure they would appreciate that. But, uh, yeah, that's uh, there are plenty of issues. And he's right. I mean, it. It's a big old concrete structure with gaps in it. So, somebody said all the money went to keeping the field dry. <laughs> Did a pretty good job on that front. And it went to the Croots. Let's be honest. Sorry, that all you got today? One of those days? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't even have that. Yeah, it's legal now. Hey, Dan. That's <laughs> true. What am I yeah. talking about? Yeah. Uh, David said, "Get some flex." Did, by the way, real quick, did you see that? By the way, speaking of that. Ole Miss football signed an NIL deal today with Blue Delta Jeans. Yeah, Borky was telling me about that earlier. I missed the story. I think 33 players have accepted the deal, and there are another 11. That's a lot of denim for some of those guys. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of the point of the marketing piece, though. It's like, hey, you're going to get Taiwan Malone. Offensive lineman. Yeah, exactly. Taiwan Malone that <laughs> in, enough, in enough denim to cover two people. Do you guys hey, have a we... sale? Oh, you need to, yeah. Well, you need to what? Go ahead and finish that thought, Richard. No, no. I was going to say we need to get you in some blue deltas. Oh my gosh! So, what, right after I started on this, are you show, interested? No. Uh, right after I started on this show, you you came to a remote. You you had on some blue deltas, and I didn't know a lot about them. And look, fine company, Mississippi company. I hope they do great. But I did some research on the prices. I was like, oh, my God, that's much how much a pair of jeans is? I couldn't I, well, believe they it. last forever, though. They're, they're wrong. I mean, I, they're heavyweight. No, but I'm, I'm saying if if we could get it done to get you a pair of Blue Delta jeans, would you like that? So, why, so why were you so record, dismissive when I said that? Because I, I don't want to pay for them. Just for the record now, Borky, Richard is offering to get me a pair of Blue Delta jeans, and he's going to put lights in my backyard. So I, no cost to me. Richard, do I owe you something? Did, did did I save your child's life and not not find out about it? What's going on here? Why are you buttering me up? No, I'm, Something's I, coming. I just, I just Something's coming down that, the road, Borky. I can feel it. I think you are a great example uh-huh. of what Blue Delta is able to do from a very custom standpoint that they can fit, just like offensive linemen. Yeah. Just, just like Dak Prescott, you know, whatever. Well, if, if they if they if if we can make it happen, you know what? Who's going to turn down free stuff? So, uh, I'll talk to my boy Nick and and see what we can uh, tell them. They're going to have to really bring in some harvest to get me get me out. To. I got, <laughs> they got, got a lot of harvest. The, the, the got denim. a lot of work to do. We, uh, I got a buddy that says, "Hey, Dad, I'm a big boy, and if you ever start wearing them, you're going to be screwed because you'll never want to take them off." That's fair. Somebody said, "Richard, get his lights first in his backyard." I want you to talk about that on Friday. I was in the backyard, obviously grilling this weekend. There is no outlet back there, so we got to we got to figure something out. You have been proud of me, though. I don't don't think I think I tweeted it, but started raining. I had to move the grill under the carport. I had to I had to do it. 
Don't like doing that, but I had to do it. What Good, gonna, uh, I was, I was, I was an hour and a half into my ribs. I couldn't let just let them go to waste there. Let's talk about this Ole Miss win over Tulane. And when you do this, you don't get to do the revisionist history thing because there were a lot of people that talked about the challenge that Tulane was going to present based on what they had done in the opener on the road against Oklahoma. And that was as dominant a performance in a non-conference game against a non-Power 5 team, but a good non-Power 5 team, as you'll find. Ole Miss was up. Oh, goodness. What was it at halftime? It was... 20, 33, 4, oh, no, goodness gracious. It was 40 to 21 at the half. Not a match. What are you guy. laughing at? King Biscuit, you're being buttered up so you'll fit in the jeans. <laughs> 40 to <laughs> 21 Biscuit, at the half. Too. And the Ole Miss defense pitched a shutout in the second half. And the Rebels beat Tulane by 40. 61 21. And they really took their foot off the gas. I, I saw some people uh, on on the Twitterverse talking about how Lane ran it up and it wasn't classy or whatever. They could have put a hundred on him if he really wanted to. They really were in a spot where they could have named their score. Yeah, it, it felt that way. And what's great, I think is it more impressive? By the way, six hundred yards is great, but Ole Miss has been doing that, shutting them out in the second half. Yes. Is that more impressive? I think so. That that was where they were at their best in the Oklahoma game as well. Is they they really that's yeah. where they came back was in the second. Uh, that's the thing now. And so we're going to find out. Uh, Alabama should not be a measuring stick for this defense, but it will be how improved they are. But if anybody had any doubts at all about the defense and how much better they've gotten. That two-lane offense a year ago would have scored in the 30s, possibly even into the 40s. There's just no other way around it. We'll find out how much better they've gotten compared to conference competition, but they are clearly a much, much, much better defense, and that allows for them to... Again, they didn't have to force the issue. They ran the football a lot on Saturday night. It was raining like crazy in the first quarter and a half, I mean, what, what was Krause's pass attempts? 31? He was 23 of 31? That's all he threw the yes. ball. Yeah. They, they're they able to be a little bit more conservative offensively because they don't have to score on every possession anymore. And so far, they've still kind of done it anyway. Ole Miss set an SEC record with 41 first downs in the game. They were four first downs <laughs> shy of the national record, which was set by Texas right. Tech with 45 in a game in 2003. And again, who coached that, that team? was in three quarters. Who coached that team? It's kind of a different type of first down philosophy, though. Well, um, I mean, it's also a different type, a different era of college football. You're right. 94 offensive snaps for 707 yards. They averaged seven and a half yards per play. Matt Corral's numbers: 13 carries for 89 yards, sack adjusted, 68 yards, four touchdowns on the ground. And through the air, 23 of 31 for 335 yards and three touchdowns. Stretched the field a little bit, took what was there throughout the course of the game. Mingo had nine catches for 136 yards and a touchdown. Drummond had eight for 55 and a touchdown. Braylon Sanders, five catches for 74 yards and a touchdown. First significant game that Braylon Sanders has had this year. And Mac Brown even punted it three times in the game.
Had a oh. special one, too, in there. Yeah. He hit a rocket that hit and spun sideways and died at the three. I mean, little Phil Mickelson wedge yeah. action in there. It was pretty pretty and good. now Corral is the uh, Heisman favorite. In some places, he has jumped to the top of the odds list for the Heisman Trophy. And I think deservedly so. Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll talk more about it when we come back. It's just a rock and roll, yeah. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations, Serpity Glass Needs in Ridgeland on 51 North Hand in Brandon. They're at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443. For the most part, looking pretty good for the drive home this afternoon. Just your typical congestion, 49 to southbound. Uh, from just past the turn at Old 49 down to Harper. Otherwise, things looking good. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. Smith Brothers proudly serve the Metro since 1946. You're looking for somebody to fix your roof, right? Watkins Construction and Roofing. I know by personal experience and customer feedback, they are number one. New roof, roof repair, metal roofing, skylights, roof windows. My friends at Watkins Construction and Roofing will settle for nothing less than the most professional job in the industry. Again, it's that attention to detail that powers Watkins' continued growth. For a free estimate, call the Watkins team at 601-966-8233 or go to nomoreroofleak.com. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? Quit wasting your time and get to Ridgeland Mitsubishi. We are your pre-owned headquarters. Yep, you heard that right. We've got an amazing selection of cars, SUVs, crossovers, and more all waiting for you. With such a huge selection of pre-owned vehicles, we're sure to have something for every buyer and every budget. Looking for a truck or Jeep? We have them. In two-wheel drive, 4 by 4 diesel, every brand, every size, lifted and customized, we've got them. And don't forget about our amazing selection of Jeeps. We have Wranglers, Unlimited, Hardtops, Softtops, lifted and kitted Jeeps for you to choose from. Plus, get a free 40-inch TV on us. Worried about past credit issues? Don't be. Our credit specialists work hard to get you approved, no matter your past credit history. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Want to trade? Bring in your current vehicle, and we'll give you the best possible price for it, even if you don't buy a new one from us. What are you waiting for? Get to your pre-owned HQ. Ridgeland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today, or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. See dealer for details with approved credit. A year like no other deserves an event like no other. So that's why DNS Diamonds and Jewelry is offering storewide savings of 25 to 60% off during our 32nd anniversary event. Many items are reduced 50 to 60%, including stackable rings, pearl strands, and estate jewelry. Even engagement rings are reduced. A small deposit holds your selection for Christmas or take up to 12 months to pay interest-free with approved credit. DNS Diamonds and Jewelry, 144 Market Street in Flowood in front of J.C. Penney. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Five-pound large Gulf Shrimp Special, $29.95. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Seeing is believing with up to 14 types of saltwater fillets. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Highway 51 in Ridgeland, just past Lake Harbor Drive, 601-790-9407. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. What's my core value? Equity. Compassion. Compassion. Determination. At AmeriCorps, my commitment to equity gives every student a strong start. My compassion brings food and friendship to neighbors in need. My determination protects parks in my community. Every day, AmeriCorps members and volunteers live their values to make communities stronger. What's at your core? 
Learn more at AmeriCorps.gov. When it comes to your business IT solutions, smarter is better. Meet the authority from Seaspire. Our team of super specialized engineers partner with businesses of all sizes, taking on their toughest IT challenges while finding new opportunities. Connectivity, data security, cloud services, you name the tech, we have a specialist for it. Seaspire Business. Win with authority. Your partners in IT. Every size business deserves top tier IT solutions. Visit seaspire.com slash business. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Hey, guys. What happened? What the heck are you doing? Sports Talk Mississippi, on your radio and in the game. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. You want to be a part of the conversation? Join us on the ceasefire text line 601-879-4395. So Haydad brought it up just a second ago before the break. Matt Corral has jumped to the top of the odds list for the Heisman Trophy. Now, let's let's be real for a second. It's three games in. And there's a long, long way to go. But there are what, a couple of things that have got to happen if you're going to win a Heisman Trophy. One, you're going to have staggering numbers. And the numbers are really, really good so far this year for Matt Corral. And number two, you got to be on a team that wins a bunch of football games. Yeah, what, what is that number? Is it 9? Is it 10? Is it 11? I, I don't know the answer to that. But I would say it is an absolute baseline of 9. But probably you've got to be on a team that wins double digits. Yeah, and it starts with 12 days from now. You don't have to win necessarily, but you got to play well. If you want to keep this kind of momentum, and it's possible. I mean, we've seen him do it to Alabama before. It's not like I keep hearing from people that, oh, just wait until he plays SEC games as if he didn't play 10 of them last year. Well, nine plus the bowl game. You know, we've got a sample size that says that this translates to the better competition. What he has to continue doing, and I'm fascinated to see it, because Jameis Winston in week one ran the offense perfectly. And it's easy to do stuff like that when your team's winning and it's comfortable and and you're better than your opponent. Well, yesterday, it was a frustrating game. Protected him terribly. And he fell into old Jameis habits and threw a couple of bad interceptions because he was frustrated and reverted back to old habits. We'll see if this improved Matt Corral as far as decision-making can persist when it's going to get more difficult because, you know, Alabama's a little bit better than Tulane. (laughs) So when you're in a road environment, which he hasn't seen one like this since 2019, remember, because last year they went to Baton Rouge, but it was 25% capacity. So you're in a road environment and things are more difficult for you. Will you still comfortably take stuff underneath when the -the over-the-top's not there? Will you not force the ball into windows that don't exist, which he did more than just two games last year, just was able to get away with it uh, often. Can you keep what you've done for the first three games? Can can that be you instead of what you've done so far? And we'll find out next weekend. 
if that is just him now. And if that's the case, everything that, that Ole Miss wants him to be will be achieved if he can just continue to play with this kind of mindset. He's about to get tested differently now, though, and we'll see if it works. Matt Corral leads the SEC in total offense at 385 yards a game. He's got 158 yards on the ground, 997 through the air. That's on 129 plays. Um, let's see here. Scoring touchdowns, five rushing. That's tops in the SEC. That is uh, tied with Damian Pierce from Florida for tops in the SEC. Tank Bigsby at Auburn has four. Oh, goodness, I thought I had the passing numbers right here. There's a lot. Let's see, Will Rogers leads the SEC in passing yards. He's got 1,083 passing yards and is averaging 361 a game. That's not quite 100 better than, um, that. by the way, that's on 163 pass attempts. 122 of 163, eight touchdowns, just one interception this year for Will Rogers. Matt Corral is 66 of 96 for 997 yards and nine touchdowns with no picks so far. He's averaging 332 yards per game. Those are the only two passers in the SEC averaging more than 300 yards passing per game. In terms of efficiency, he's seventh in the SEC. Yards per completion, tenth at 15 per game. Now that's skewed a little bit because Anthony Richardson at Florida is first. Stetson Bennett at Georgia is second. He's probably not going to be playing much more. Paul Tyson at Alabama on four pass attempts has completed two for 49 yards. And Tyler Macon a backup. And T.J. Finley a backup. And Carson Beck a backup backup at Georgia. And Colton Gothe. So in terms of guys that play He's third in terms of passing yards per completion. K.J. Jefferson first, Will Levis at Kentucky second, and Matt Corral third. So, the numbers are there. Speaking of numbers, the new AP poll came out today. Ole Miss was 13. 13 in the AP poll, 13 in the coaches' poll. Is that the right spot? You could argue that they should be higher. They should be higher. They should definitely be in the top top ten. Wisconsin's ahead of them, right? think so. I don't have the poll pulled up right this second. We'll look at that as part of the college football fix when we come back. We'll get into the officiating question. Is there an issue? Yes, we all agree with that. The question, though, is what do you do about it? Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. We'll be right back. I'm Steve Rappaport. U.S. officials say thousands of Haitians and other migrants have been removed from an encampment in a Texas border town. Irregular migration, the perilous journey, is not the journey to take. One risks one's life the life of one's loved ones for a mission that will not succeed. Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. 
FBI agents in Florida searching the home of Brian Laundry, wanted for questioning in the disappearance of his fiancée, Gabby Petito. Her body is believed to have been found over the weekend at a national park in Wyoming. Laundry's parents say they haven't seen him in days, and police have been searching for him at a nearby nature preserve, though that search is apparently suspended. Police named Laundry a person of interest in Petito's disappearance after he returned to Florida without her, and other witnesses claim to see them fighting. Fox is Evan Brown. America is listening to Fox News. This Fox News update has been brought to you by Tico's Steakhouse. Come dine with us. The steaks seared to perfection. Live main lobster and seafood. Make it Tico's tonight. Tico's Steakhouse. Call 601-956-1030. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico's Steakhouse has been a staple of fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. Dad has long since desired for me to come work alongside him. And now that I'm here, I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy poured beverages. Our dining rooms are open and we are taking reservations. Our private rooms are also available along with takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's in the second generation. Tico's Steakhouse, East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. Smith Marine has killer boat deals on sale now, featuring Crest Pontoons and Suzuki Motors, offering thousands of new boats right now along with Suzuki Specials. This is the best time to buy your new or used boat. You'll never find a better deal. Smith Marine, 149 Harbor Drive, Main Harbor Marina in Ridgeland. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. An FDA panel has recommended a third Pfizer dose for vulnerable populations. While opting not to recommend the booster for the general public, the committee did issue the recommendation for those over the age of 65 and the immunocompromised. Mississippi's top health officials have recommended that anyone in these at-risk populations talk to their doctor about receiving a booster dose. So far, just under 40,000 booster doses have been administered across the state. And a shooting inside the Golden Nugget Casino in Biloxi over the weekend claimed the life of a Gulfport man. Authorities say that 41-year-old Randy Johnson was shot multiple times on the casino floor. The suspect, Jeremy Jones, has been charged with first-degree murder. His initial court appearance was set for today. Johnson will have a preliminary hearing in a few weeks. For all things Mississippi, find us online at supertalk.fm. Stephen Gagliano, Supertalk Mississippi News. Prevention providers such as insurance agents and doctors are necessary, but they're not free. Another is 811. By calling 811 before you dig, pull a stump, or erect a mailbox, you could be preventing a call to 911. This service is free, and free is a beautiful thing. Hello, I'm Sam Johnson from Mississippi 811. Call 811 two days before you dig, and let's have zero damages, zero injuries. Hey there, what are you doing today? Would whatever it is be easier with faster, more reliable home internet? If you said yes, we have good news. Fiasat offers high-speed satellite internet wherever you live, even if cable providers don't go there. So you can get online today and tomorrow. Go to viasat.com slash internet now and save up to $150 on select home plans. That's V-I-A-S-A-T dot com slash internet now. Minimum 24-month service term. Service is not available in all areas. See viasat.com for additional terms and conditions. 
Public Service Commission has approved what will become one of the largest solar facilities across the state. The 175-megawatt facility in Scott County will cover nearly 1,800 acres with a price tag of $235 million. Following the approval of the project, Commissioner Brent Bailey expressed that Mississippi has the ability to become a leader in renewable energy. Once operational in 2023, the Scott County facility will put out enough power to cover nearly 20,000 homes. And Senator Cindy Hyde-Smith co-sponsored a bill to award the Congressional Gold Medal to the 13 American service members who lost their lives last month during a terrorist attack in Afghanistan. Hyde-Smith said their heartbreaking loss at the hands of terrorists deserves the highest recognition, no matter how one views the flawed U.S. withdrawal from Afghanistan. To see more on this story and all things Mississippi, find us online at supertalk.fm. Get ready for the Mighty Roots Music Festival, October 1st and 2nd on historic Stovall Farms in Clarksdale, Mississippi, presented by Wade Incorporated. Musical appearances by Deer Tick, Keller Williams, Mystic Bowie's Talking Dreads, Radney Foster, and more. Campsites available, food trucks, vendors, and late-night music till 2 a.m. For tickets and more information, MightyRootsMusicFestival.com. Sponsored by Visit Mississippi and Visit Clarksdale. Come on and make your plans to spend the weekend with us at Mighty Roots Music Festival. This is baseball player and fellow Mississippian, Jake Mangum. There are a lot of reasons to be proud of my home state. Mississippi State Baseball is one of the reasons, and Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance is another. The dedicated team at Farm Bureau works hard to give me and the rest of their customers the best service possible. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Okay! Let's go. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. Start yourself! Sports Talk Mississippi. On Super Talk Mississippi. Clock hour on this Monday, Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm, supertalktv.com. If you want to join in the watch party, you can do that, supertalktv.com. Also available on demand at supertalk.fm and as a podcast wherever you get your podcast. If you missed any part of the show, you want to hear what Brian Haydad had to say about uh, guys that wear striped shirts in the first hour, that'd be a good way to do it. We're coming to you Not from you, the Pearl Richard. River Not Resort you. Studios. Yeah, vertical black and white striped shirts is what I was talking about. Officials, those guys. You knew what I meant. You Pearl never, you never, you never Studios. followed up. Uh, go ahead, go ahead. Finish the read, and then we'll get. To Thank it. you. Pearl River Resort is the home of the Golden Moon Casino, the Silver Star, and of course the world famous Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. Visit them online at pearlriverresort.com for more. You can join us on the ceasefire text line at 601-879-4395. If you're a parent, you already know your kids are online for everything. That's why ceasefire is providing award-winning parental controls from Bark. Free with any ceasefire wireless plan. Learn more at ceasefire.com slash Bark. What were you going to say? You, you never followed up to find out what we talked about on Gallo. Oh, yeah. What did you talk about on Gallo? 
So he talked about how much he loves our show, especially me. And he said, he's like, what's up with Richard calling me out? And he talked about, you know, you had uh, you had mentioned about the uh, the agricultural uh, uh, knowledge that both of you would have. And I just sort of laid it out there for him. I was like, Mr. Gallo, he's jealous. I mean, you're better dressed. You're smarter. you got a better radio voice. He's just jealous of you. Okay, that was you making fun of me. How, what did yes. he say to throw me under the bus? Uh, or it was just he, you? He just laughed at my jokes, so I, I assume that's the same thing. <laughs> I mean, all that's true, but you are taller. You are taller. <laughs> By not an insignificant amount. amount. <laughs> my buddy Paul. You, I heard you call him Mr. Gallo. That's what you, You're going to Mr. Gallo? I have called him Mr. Gallo since I started with this network. I give him, I give him respect. Hmm. You think he gets mad when I call him Paulie? I don't know. I, 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 I will have to find out someday. Yeah. I have not been invited to join Paul in a long time. That's okay. You could have had today, man. 7.05. You can't ever say anything to me again. 7.05 a.m. I did that spot. What time did you get up? 6.30. Really? Yeah. You you felt like you needed to be good and awake? Well, I had to take a sh- I had to be on camera. So I had to get up and take a shower and shave and, and get dressed and come up here. There you go. Yeah. Are you going to go to bed at like 8 o'clock tonight? <laughs> I might. I, I want to stay up and watch the Manning cast, so I don't know. He's out of gas, Borky. Out of gas. Time right now for the college football fix. Builds the SUVs and trucks of the future for everyone, like Explorer and Expedition. These SUVs are built to command the road in the 2021 Ford F-150. Smart, tough, built to get the job done. Because the vehicles of the future aren't for a few, they are built for America. Drive one at your local Mississippi Ford dealer today. Polls are out. Alabama number one. Although not a unanimous number one in either the AP or the coaches poll, they got 59 of 62 first place votes in the AP poll and 64 of 65 first place votes in the coaches poll. Those other votes went to Georgia, three in the AP, one in the coaches. Oregon is number three in the AP, followed by Oklahoma and Iowa. In the coaches poll, it's Bama, Georgia, Oklahoma, Oregon, and Texas A&M at number five. Let's just go AP the rest of the way. Penn State 6, A&M 7, Cincinnati 8. That's exactly where they were last week. Clemson drops three spots after their less-than-impressive win against Georgia Tech. They are at number 9. Ohio State 10 with one loss. They dropped a spot in the poll. Florida State exactly where they were at 11 after an impressive second-place finish against Alabama on Saturday. Florida. Florida. Better not be Florida State ranked anywhere. I thought I said Florida. I said Ohio State, and then I said Florida. I'm pretty sure you said Florida State. Did I? I think you may have you may have merged them. Ohio State, by the way, in their home game, yeah, it was Tulsa, but still not re- impressive. Their paid attendance meant if every seat was filled, there were thirty two thousand empty seats at an Ohio State game. That doesn't happen at the Horseshoe. Smallest the crowd since the seventies. Wow. Yeah, so I meant Florida at number eleven, not Florida State. I was just like you knew what? that though. Well, I was just like State making sure. Three. Making sure. Notre Dame at number twelve. Overrated. 
Ole Miss at 13. Hey, Dad, you said they should be ranked higher. Where should they be? Ahead of Notre Dame, ahead of Florida. So that's put them at 11th. Who's 10th? Ohio Ohio State? State. Ahead of Ohio State. They should be at least tenth, and 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 if you got me into like seventh or eighth, I wouldn't argue too much. Okay, who's been more impressive? Yeah, Ryan I mean, Day's Jordan? doing all kinds of play calling duties, shuffling and stuff. It's not yeah. good right now at Ohio State. Georgia has probably been more impressive because they're so dominant defensively. But man, Ole Miss—they're playing good. Iowa State at 14, then BYU. They jumped eight spots after their win against Arizona State to number 15. Arkansas jumps four spots to number 16. Is this too much for Arkansas too soon, or are you, are you buying it? They're the upset alert for Texas A&M this weekend. We are going to learn about those two football teams. Yes, we are. I, can't, I think Arkansas is going to beat them. Sam Pittman, by the way, uh, kind of indirectly calling out uh, his biggest or most high-profile donor because the game's being played in Jerry World, but last year, because of COVID, they played it in College Station. And Mm. Pittman's hot about that. They're not getting a return game to Fayetteville to play Texas A&M. Well, Sam, the reason is you guys. (laughs) That's why you're playing that game in Dallas. So I don't know if he actually understood that or he was indirectly calling out Jerry. He was calling him out. Arkansas has got to stop putting itself at a disadvantage by playing games away from Fayetteville. Beautiful stadium. Just updated it again. Coastal Carolina at 17. Dropped a spot. I'm glad to see the voters are starting to realize that there are more than 16 teams better than Coastal Carolina in the country. Cute story, but let's stop getting cute and putting them in the polls. Wisconsin stays put at 18. Michigan jumps from 25 to 19. Michigan's played pretty good football. So is Michigan State. Kind of a demoralizing loss for Miami over the weekend. Michigan State, everybody talked about all the heat, the humidity. Didn't seem to matter. Those boys from East Lansing, with their head coach wearing shorts on the sideline, no less, gets the win. North Carolina back into the poll at 21. Add Miami to the uh, lookout for a potential wow firing. Yeah, yeah. North Carolina, I said they they stayed put. North Carolina stayed put at 21. Fresno State not ranked last week. They're now at 22. Auburn falls one spot to 23. UCLA drops 11 spots to 24. And Kansas State, previously unranked, makes their debut at number 25. Just on the outside of the top 25, TCU would have been 26. Liberty uh, gets 56 votes. They would be 27 in Virginia Tech and so on. Virginia Tech, Arizona State, and Miami all dropped out of the top 25. It's all preconceived notions about Auburn, correct? They have beaten an FCS team, possibly the worst team in Division I football, Mm -hmm. and they lost... Close. Yeah, but still. It's a one-score game, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. They just nothing... Uh, here's it was what, a whiteout, Borky. I don't know if you heard that. Yeah. 
Uh, Penn State is now nine and eight in whiteout games. There's your fun fact of the day. Hey, hey. got to back above five hundred now. Above five hundred, but Auburn is going to be what they've always been. At least this year, that's what they looked like. A team that they'll play pretty good defense. They've got a running back that'll hurt you. Bigsby's a player. Uh, so there are going to be games where Auburn's in it and you don't understand why. But there are going to be games that they lose and you also don't understand why. It, it looks like a Gus Malzahn Auburn team, just coached by a different guy. They'll go 8-4 and four or whatever and be exactly what they've been for a decade. That's what they looked like on Saturday. I agree. We have conflicting views. A lot of people said, yeah, Richard, you said Florida State. I think what I actually said, and one person pointed this out, I said Florida stayed at number 11, and it sounded like Florida State. It's like 16 to 1, though. Yeah, I know. That might be you texting in, too. We don't know that. Yeah, it could be. Could be. You're the one that said you were going to make lots of errors today and then not apologize for them. Well, thought I'd pick up that man uh, mantra. All right, we've had a couple of people say, uh, just just tuning in, your thoughts on Mississippi State and Memphis. We'll circle back to that, Sports Talk Mississippi. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations, serving your glass needs in Ridgeland and Brandon, call 601-605-4443. Look for delays both directions on 55 up and down through the waterworks. Also, 55 southbound exit to 20 eastbound is slow, too. Minor delays eastbound 20 at Highway 18 in Rankin County. This report brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, the best place to finance your auto, home, boat, and more. Also, take advantage of their free checking and mobile deposit capture at River Trust Federal Credit Union. Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Exit 114 in Gluckstadt or online at bennelson.com. When your gears aren't doing exactly what they need to do, Coleman Taylor Transmission is the one for you. With 60 years in business, our professional ASC certified technicians at Coleman Taylor Transmission have the experience and training to provide automatic transmission repairs, rebuilds, transmission flushes, and much, much more. And ask about our free towing and free diagnostics as well. Call 601-355-8526. 601-355-8526. Or online at ColemanTaylorJacksonMS.com. That's ColemanTaylorJacksonMS.com. Game day, Ole Miss leaves it all on the field. But with the powerful towing and payload that F-150 delivers, you can take it all with you any day of the week. No wonder Ford F-Series is America's best-selling truck 44 years straight. The 2021 Ford F-150 and Ole Miss, built for greatness. Visit your Mississippi Ford dealer or buyfordnow.com. Based on 1977 to 2020 calendar year total sales. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental. We at Capital Dental want you to be confident in a bright and healthy smile that you can be proud of. We provide teeth whitening to brighten your smile. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive. 
If you're remodeling or building a new home, be sure to tell your contractor to go to Lakeland Fireplaces in Flowood. They have over 25 display units, including heat and glow. By the way, there are 19 live burning fireplaces in the showroom. They are the hearth professionals that install and service. Ask about their custom glass doors, gas logs, fireplace accessories, and premium gas grills. It's all at Lakeland Fireplaces, your heat and glow dealer on Lakeland Drive in Flowood. A year like no other deserves an event like no other. So that's why DNS Diamonds and Jewelry is offering storewide savings of 25 to 60% off during our 32nd anniversary event. Many items are reduced 50 to 60%, including stackable rings, pearl strands, and estate jewelry. Even engagement rings are reduced. A small deposit holds your selection for Christmas or take up to 12 months to pay interest-free with approved credit. DNS Diamonds and Jewelry, 144 Market Street in Flowood in front of JCPenney. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Your new home for exclusive sports coverage here in the Magnolia State. How do you like that? I love it. On Super Talk Mississippi. on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Richard, admit when you're wrong. It would be refreshing. I admit when I'm wrong all the time. And I may very well have been wrong a few minutes ago. I'm just not 100% sure that that's the case. And it just doesn't matter. It's so inconsequential. I certainly admitted that I was wrong on the pick that I made with a favorite last week. Hey, Dad said I was jinxing it, so did many of you, picking Mississippi State to beat Memphis. I think I said by three scores. Mm-hmm. Well, that didn't happen. No. Didn't happen at all. So, hey, Dad, uh, a largely new listening audience, a frustrating loss for Mississippi State on many levels on Saturday afternoon at the Liberty Bowl in Memphis. Mm-hmm. I will uh, will give you the floor. Well, I mean... Let's start with Mississippi State. I feel like we, 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 we focus so much on the bad call. We'll get to that in a second. Mississippi State played really poorly offensively in this game. Defensively, they played great. They, they slowed down an explosive offense. Uh, they forced turnovers. Um, you know, they, they got after the freshman quarterback. They did everything they were supposed to do. But offensively, it just happened again. You know, they go up 17 to 7, and I think with, uh, I think with eight minutes to go in the second quarter, and then they don't score again until there's five minutes to go in the fourth quarter. You just can't win like that. Um, you have a series on the goal line where you just throw the ball into the end zone four times for naught. You don't try to run it one time. And then up 17-7, to seven, you don't just kick the field goal and just keep putting pressure on Memphis. Uh, you give them a little bit of hope, and they turn that into a long drive, and that turn, then that's where the ball game uh, turned around on you. Well, Rodgers, I mean... He was 50 of 67. I mean, I, without looking, I'm going to assume those are school records uh, for completions. The 50 completions, uh, I know, is a record. I don't know if the number of attempts is a record. The, the 67, it's got to be. It's got to be. Um, but he continues to, to, to miss opportunities in this offense. 
Uh, he's too quick to take the short throw and not try to get the ball down the field. And you can you saw in this game that he does have the ability to move the ball down the field because when State fell behind, that's what he had to do, and he did it. Um, so there's a lot of questions about this Mississippi State team, uh, and 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 you don't you don't mind having questions when you're three and zero, but when you're two and one, you know people people have concerns. So you say all that, and you say State played poorly and all this. That's fine, but at the end of the day. The game is changed by this one horrific officiating mistake, which is it's it's compounded by the fact that it's basically three mistakes in one. Um, and then, uh, as I said in the first half, I, I know the SEC is telling us they reviewed the play. I do not believe the conference on that. I do not believe they were able to review that play in that short amount of time and come to the conclusion that nothing was off. I just I don't believe that. So. It's you can't really play ifs and buts, you know. I say if that play doesn't happen, state wins. I say that. That's what I believe. I can't prove it, but I do know that state has got to get a heck of a lot better if they want to go to a bowl game. My my overreaction, new information. I'm going back to four and eight. I think. I think they're gonna they'll beat Tennessee State, and they'll beat Vanderbilt. But even at this point with Vanderbilt. I don't really know how much. I don't know that state has a gimme game outside of Tennessee State. They don't just have a game where just showing up is going to be enough. They are going to have to play well to beat Vanderbilt. If they go a quarter and a half, two quarters without scoring again, Vanderbilt could find a way. They almost did it last year. They had stayed on the ropes. So until this offense starts clicking, I'm not going to have any faith in it uh, to do what it's going to have to do. And now you've got this stretch coming up, LSU. Who looked a heck of a lot better on Saturday? Look like they're they're maybe finding a couple things, and then you go to Texas A and M. Then you have a week off before you play Alabama. So you're sort of staring two and four right in the face. I don't know if they're gonna if that's what it's gonna be or not. But if they want to beat LSU, they want to have any chance. They got to play a hundred percent better than they did offensively on Saturday. So you've gone in terms of your season prediction, and you said that you will update that every Monday. Yes. What was the preseason prediction? Seven and five, and then after week one, you dropped it down to four and eight. Four and eight, yeah. And then after they beat NC State, you, as one of your things that were true, you said mm-hmm. this team is going to a bowl game, right? And you revised your prediction to seven and five. Yes. You didn't now just back, back it down two games. You backed it down three games, back to four and eight. Four and eight, and I'm not. If I, I could, I could sell myself on three and nine. I feel like they're a lot closer to going three and nine than they are to going seven and five right now. Borky, is he closer. overreacting? Uh, they're they're too good on the other side of the ball uh, to only win one more game, and that being the FCS team. There, there are some winnable games left on the schedule. It, it's just, but he, but he's right though. I mean, they've got to find a way to score. I mean, you. There were a couple of explosive plays late in that game when seemingly Memphis was pretty gassed and they had some urgency, but 67 pass attempts should go for long, for more than 400 yards. Like, you look at the stats and you think, wow, good day, 400 yards, really efficient. But mm-hmm. the problem with their offense since LSU last year is the efficiency has been largely unexplosive. And so when you're efficient, it's just empty calories when it's not turning into big plays and scoring plays. 
And right now, Mississippi State's offense is empty calories. It's a high completion percentage. It's a lot of yards because you're throwing the football more than you've ever thrown it in the history of your school. But it's not leading to sustained and at times explosive success. It puts your defense in a bad spot. And honestly, it's boring. Like, uh, you know, exciting, boring doesn't matter if you're winning. Wins are better than losses and more fun than losses. But Mm. if you're not winning, at least be entertaining. They're not even that. And I said something on the podcast today, and Richard, you've heard me say this before. I talk about yards are yards. I don't think yards are yards anymore. Because if you have 419 yards of rushing, you win. You win almost. I can't. You would have to really screw it up. You'd have to have a lot of turnovers to lose that kind of game like that. But 419 yards passing, it's it's not enough to win. I mean, that doesn't make. It's not even enough to get 30 points on the board. That's hard to believe. We read earlier the statement from the SEC about the officiating blunder. John Cohen responded. He put a statement out on Twitter yesterday. I appreciate the transparency of the SEC and the admission of officiating errors yesterday. It is extremely disappointing when student-athletes are not fully in control of a game's outcome, especially when taking into consideration the time, effort, and resources put into an officiating system created to eliminate human error on the field whenever possible. The entire SEC has an expectation that the process will work as intended. Our football program's focus is now on LSU. I've seen a lot of people criticize that as weak or whatever. In his position... It has to read diplomatic. It has to. You can, in his position, say, "Oh, they blew it. They suck. Give us the win back." Whatever. It's you've got to keep up relationships and decorum when you're the athletic director. You have to. So, if you think that statement's weak, what else do you want from him? Unless you want him I to think, break protocol for his position behind the scenes, you say, hope he's ripping into somebody. But publicly, I don't think he can do that. I would like to see. There's got to be a way to get to a do a back channel and say tell Greg Sankey, look, I know, and I'm not really that mad, but I got to say something here. And Sankey needs to be able to say, okay, well we're going to fine you, you know, ten grand or something, an easy amount to pay, but just for five minutes, I want to see the John Cohen who's who sat in the dugout and got tossed a lot. I want to see that guy for ten minutes there. If I'm a, if you're a Mississippi State fan, would it make you feel better coming from John Cohen as opposed to Mike Leach? Somebody, somebody needs to say it. Somebody's got to. Somebody's got to be mad. See the that, that's this is very much splitting hairs. But if Mike Leach wasn't diplomatic, that'd be good. I it just different positions call for different responses. If Leach were to have go into his press conference today and and say even some choice words, if he felt like it, that'd be good. Take your twenty five thousand dollar fine, and that's. To me, the coach is different than the administrator. And if if Leach went off, that'd be great. If Cohen went off like that, I just I don't think that's what his position should call for. That's just me. And it's small potatoes and splitting just, hairs. But just feels like there's a, a statement should have something like the word unacceptable in there. Immediate repercussions. You know, some some harsher. You can you you don't have to come out and say we got screwed and you've got to fix it. But the language could be a little harsher. A little more emphatic. You know the one thing that I'd love to see in that statement that's not there? And I think mm-hmm. you can thread the needle on what you're saying, hey, Dad, and what Borky's saying as well. Mm-hmm. But it would require the league signing off on it, which they're not going to do, is I have been assured by the Southeastern Conference yeah. 
that there will be repercussions for the stakes, uh, the mistakes that were made. And just leave it at that. But you certainly don't get that. When it's all said and done, Mississippi State ran 30 more plays and had 222 yards of offense more than Memphis had, and yet still came up on the short end of the stick on Saturday afternoon. Let's look at what happened in the rest of the SEC when we come back. Sports Talk Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a slight chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 87. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 72. Tuesday, a 50-50 shot of rain, mostly sunny, high near 89. Tuesday evening, a 60% chance of rain, low around 64. And for your Wednesday, sunny skies, high near 78. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction. Online at NoDripMS.com. Pilium Corporation is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. Protect and grow your business with Pilium. By improving business practices with technology-driven solutions, Pilium solves problems and creates new opportunities for your company. Learn more at Pilium.com. 144 Tactical Defense in Florence is your one-stop shop for AR-15s, parts, and accessories. They have a certified in-house Cerakote facility, and they offer a 100% lifetime warranty with on-site gunsmiths and master machinists ready to tackle any project you have. They're working day and night to keep up with the demand. Visit 144 Tactical and see the changes and get entered in a drawing for a free Guardian rifle of your choice. 144 Tactical Defense in Florence, where custom is our game. Are you having sewer and drain problems? Call the experts, Roto-Rooter. Since 1934, Roto-Rooter Plumbing has been fixing small home disasters. Mention this ad for $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. That's 601-353-3333. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a wink on troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. When you experience the Sanderson Farms Championship, it's not just a good time, it's a great way to give back. Proceeds from the championship are donated to Mississippi's only children's hospital to support the nearly 180,000 patient visits at Children's of Mississippi each year. Last year, over $1.4 million were raised to go toward the completion of a much-needed children's hospital expansion. So join us for the Sanderson Farms Championship, September 27th through October 3rd at the Country Club of Jackson. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. I wish there was a place where we could sample wines before we buy. There is. Colony Bistro and Wine Bar just opened right next door to Colony Wine Market in Madison. They have 32 wines by the glass, wine flights, and the food is terrific. Yes, get your purse, sweetie. 
I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. An FDA panel has recommended a third Pfizer dose for vulnerable populations. While opting not to recommend the booster for the general public, the committee did issue the recommendation for those over the age of 65 and the immunocompromised. Mississippi's top health officials have recommended that anyone in these at-risk populations talk to their doctor about receiving a booster dose. So far, just under 40,000 booster doses have been administered across the state. And a shooting inside the Golden Nugget Casino in Biloxi over the weekend claimed the life of a Gulfport man. Authorities say that 41-year-old old Randy Johnson was shot multiple times on the casino floor. The suspect, Jeremy Jones, has been charged with first-degree murder. His initial court appearance was set for today. Johnson will have a preliminary hearing in a few weeks. For all things Mississippi, find us online at supertalk.fm. Stephen Gagliano, Supertalk Mississippi News. What's my core value? Equity. Compassion. Determination. At AmeriCorps, my commitment to equity gives every student a strong start. My compassion brings food and friendship to neighbors in need. My determination protects parks in my community. Every day, AmeriCorps members and volunteers live their values to make communities stronger. What's at your core? Learn more at AmeriCorps.gov. When it comes to your business IT solutions, smarter is better. Meet the authority from Seaspire. Our team of super specialized engineers partner with businesses of all sizes, taking on their toughest IT challenges while finding new opportunities. Connectivity, data security, cloud services, you name the tech, we have a specialist for it. Seaspire Business. Win with authority. Your partners in IT. Get connected to the fastest internet speeds available. Visit seaspire.com slash business. Mississippi loves high school football. And now you can stream tons of high school football games from across the Magnolia State each Friday night just by going to supertalk.fm slash high school. That's supertalk.fm slash high school. And, of course, on Friday nights during the season, there's always a game on your local Supertalk radio station. The season's on the line. When it comes to high school football in Mississippi, nobody does it like we do. We are Supertalk Mississippi. Now, back to Sports Talk Mississippi. Say that again. Please say. Now, back to Sports Talk Mississippi. Sorry, poorly timed joke, completely inappropriate. On Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. Text message on the ceasefire text line. What's your reaction to this, guys? Maybe someone can explain this to me. Yes, I understand there was a bad call made, but when I was playing ball, I was told the play doesn't stop until the whistle blows it dead. They can fix the clock stuff. So was there a whistle blown or not? I wasn't there and didn't hear it. No whistle. There was an official doing the stop play signal Basically, simultaneously with the ball being picked up, although the ball being picked up happened a fraction of a second before. But when you see the signal, you assume plays over. Right, so it's in their statement, on the play, the back judge gave a single stop-the-clock 
signal. Hold on here. After, immediately after the receiving team possessed the ball. The inadverted single signal aspect of play is reviewable, and replay should have stopped the game to review for a potential inadvertent signal. So. Yeah. No, we were all coached the same way, though, growing up. Play through the whistle. That, that, that's what you heard. Don't play after the whistle, play through the whistle. But perhaps extenuating circumstances here. Perhaps. All right, let's bounce around the SEC. And there, we're still in that, that deal where you get so many non-conference games that there are a bunch of games. Kentucky, not its best, but they win 28-23 over Chattanooga. Not its best is one way to put it against That's that one opponent. way of putting that. That game was interesting. Bad? No, no. Interesting in that it looked for a while like Chattanooga was just going to win. Did you watch any of that? Yeah, I watched um, a good bit of the second half. Gotcha. But Kentucky does win. Missouri puts up big numbers against Southeast Missouri State, 59-28. I don't feel like anybody's real high on this Missouri team. Certainly not as high as a lot of people were going into the year. No, they're just average. Tennessee blanks. Tennessee Tech, 56-0. Surprising. Texas Texas A&M 34-0 over New Mexico. What a game in Gainesville. 31-29, Alabama over Florida. Stood out from that game for you guys. Florida's ability to control both lines of scrimmage and seemingly in the fourth quarter, Alabama was gassed and Florida was not. It felt like Alabama was hanging on for dear life at the end of that game. When they had to run the ball, when Alabama had to run the ball to get a first down at the end, they were able to do it, but it was really the only time throughout the course of the game that Alabama was able to run the ball with any any significance. 27 rush attempts for 91 yards, 3.4 yards per carry for Alabama. Meanwhile, 43 rushes for 258 for Florida. They average six yards per carry. You don't see that very often. No. You just okay. don't see that very often. That that game gave me a lot of uh, faith in my national championship prediction because I think George is even more physical than, than, uh, than Florida is. Does it make you feel less comfortable about Georgia, Florida, when it gets played in Jacksonville? No, because Mullen will find a way to mess it up the same way he does. I'm, I'm telling you, he, just, he can't win these games. I thought Arkansas was impressive against Georgia Southern 45-10, not because of the final score, but because this was the perfect spot for a letdown. And Arkansas didn't let down at all. They played well. Yeah, Georgia Southern's quite bad. I am fascinated, though, with what this sets up. With the Arkansas A&M game this With week? Arkansas and Texas A&M this weekend. I mean, Arkansas was tested, or at least you, you felt like they were tested against Texas, but, I mean, who knows what the Longhorns actually are. Uh, A&M, without Haynes King, he gets hurt. Calzada comes in, plays like crap. He gets a nice baptism, if you will, into being the starting quarterback with a really bad opponent, plays well, but it's, you know, he would have... Uh, He's getting tested this week, and we're going to see 
which one of these teams is actually for real, I think. Because a win over either one's a really, really, really good win and the best one either team would have so far. And I think whoever... Is crazy for thinking that that might be a low-scoring game this week? No, you're crazy for that. Texas A&M's defense is nasty. And I think Barry Odom will draw up a game plan with Arkansas's defense that makes it really difficult on Zach Calzada. It could be low-scoring, more physical team wins, but, I mean, there's a real chance. Call me crazy, I am, but the winner of this game is finishing second in the West. Now Arkansas could go to Ole Miss and lose two weeks later, but as far as positioning right now, winning this game means a lot. Georgia beat South Carolina 40-13. to Plenty dominant. Return of JT Daniels. He was good. I didn't expect it to be that close. It was much and closer than I thought it would be. For, for for all the flaws that South Carolina has, and they have plenty of flaws, I didn't feel like that was a demoralizing performance, at least in terms of the final score. South Carolina is going to make you beat them, or at least that's what they've shown early in the season. Penn State 28-20 over Auburn in front of 109,000 at Beaver Stadium. It was a pretty cool scene. I mean, there were people that were going gaga over the fact that they sang Sweet Carolina. Yeah, whatever. That you know, But that was a great scene on Saturday night. And your takeaway from that, both of you kind of had the same takeaway. At, well, okay, Bo Nix is what Bo Nix always has been. Yeah. And, and they're okay. Auburn, played okay. But that's the point. Auburn's going to be what they are. They're going to lose to Georgia. They're going to lose to Alabama. They'll lose one more game, and they'll be 8-4 and four at best. But they have some dudes. I mean, again, Bigsby's a good back. Didn't have much success in this game because I'm not going to go all out and say Penn State's for real, like title contender, but, I mean, James Franklin's recruited well. There's some talent. There's some NFL talent on that team. They held Wisconsin completely in check in Camp Randall two weeks ago. Uh so it's not dismissing Auburn as much as maybe I sounded like it, but Bo Nix is who Bo Nix is, and because he's so limited, Penn State could stack the box a little bit and force Bigsby to beat him, and he could not. LSU beat Central Michigan 49-21. We talked about this game some this morning. LSU looked like they had a pulse. They, yeah. they looked... They looked way more competent. This Better week. than I thought they would, yeah. Against the Central Michigan team that kind of hung around and made it difficult on Missouri in the opener. As we have said, as it pertains to LSU, it's still a really talented roster. Yeah. You got the, um, I guess, the official word that their defensive end, LSU's, Andre Anthony is out for the season with a knee injury. It's according to Ed Ogeron earlier today, second on the team, three and a half sackles. Uh, sa- sackles. That's right. Sackles. Yes, he did. Whatever that is. Three and a half sacks on the year. That's second on LSU's team. The injury happened against the game in the game against Central Michigan. Recovered a fumble and returned it for a touchdown. He's a sixth-year senior key piece. Uh, the LSU defense with four TFLs through the first three games. Is that what a sackle is? A combination of a sack and a TFL? Yeah. 
Tackle. Tackle. I still wonder about them up front. I mean, there's a real chance that State can keep them in check because I don't know if LSU's offensive line is good enough. I, f- I feel like just early impression is it's close late third quarter, and then LSU will get a couple on the board to push it push it away. But State is definitely good enough defensively to hold them down. Yeah. So uh, that. It's a close line. It didn't it open at four and has already gone down a little bit. I thought it opened at three and a half, but that's where it is right now. Is it three and a half? Mm-hmm. Okay. Question on the ceasefire text line: If today was the first day of the college football playoff poll, where would Ole Miss be? Probably I mean, in the neighborhood of where they they're ranked: ten, eleven, twelve. They'd be in position to go to a good, a really good bowl game. Probably to an access bowl. Yeah. But look, they're three and zero after three non-conference games. Yeah. Possible that Louisville is not as quite as bad as some people wanted to make it. Them they after looked the good first Friday game. night. I thought Malik I thought Cunningham is. I mean, he's a weapon. He could play for my he's team smooth. anytime, man. Good player. That was a yeah. really fun game Friday night, back and forth. We will wrap up the Monday edition of Sports Talk Mississippi with you after this final timeout. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, and Brian Haydad in the Pearl River Resort Studios. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs in Richland and Brandon, call 601-605-4443. Still seeing delays of both directions on I-55 between High Street and Riverside. Also heavy traffic slowing things down 20 westbound at the stack between 49 and Gallatin. And still seeing delays eastbound due to an accident just before Highway 18. That traffic starts getting backed up 20 eastbound in Rankin County at 475. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dab's fleet. Call the Rogers Dab's business elite fleet team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet. Find new roads. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. The doctors at Carter Sledge Family Dentistry are general and cosmetic dentists. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, you'll find one of the most state-of-the-art facilities in Mississippi, along with a friendly staff and doctors who are both professional and compassionate. Meet our team, take a virtual tour, and make an appointment at cartersledgedental.com. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry on Lake Harbor Drive in Ridgeland. Call 601-607-7876. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, our smile begins with yours. Three doors down, the Better Life 20th Anniversary Tour. This Thursday night, Brandon Amphitheater. Very special guest, Seether. 
for the first time ever. The Better Life played in its entirety, plus all the hits. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Three doors down with Seether, the Better Life 20th Anniversary Tour. Tired of being gone from home all week? If so, Union Corrugating has an immediate need for Class A CDL drivers in the Vicksburg area. Competitive pay, paid time off, 401k match, plus medical and dental benefits. Right Right now, there's there's a $5,000 sign-on bonus to all Class A CDL drivers that join our team. Call 1-888-661-0577 or visit Indeed.com. Union Corrugating, a leading manufacturer of metal roofing, an equal opportunity employer. This portion of Sports Talk Mississippi is sponsored by Coleman Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman Taylor today for all your transmission needs. Hey, it's Richard Cross. Join us every weekday for the College Football Fix, driven by Ford. The all-new 2021 Ford F-150 is here with available interior work surface for putting in work. Standard sync Ford technology plus a huge 12-inch touchscreen and pro-power onboard outlets for all kinds of jobs. Not only is the all-new 2021 Ford F-150 tough, it's smart. Built Ford proud. Built Ford tough. See a Ford dealer near you for details. And don't miss the College Football Fix, driven by Ford. At Pearl River Resort Casino, we're keeping it real safe for our employees and guests. Electrostatic spray, chip cleaning, and mass thermal temperature scanners are in use throughout the property, including advanced UV cleaning technology to keep rotating handrails safe to touch. State-of-the-art air filtration systems keep the air you breathe safe and clean. So get back and play at Pearl River Resort Casino. We're keeping it real. Real fun, real winning, real safe. Go beyond the headlines on Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 here on Super Talk Mississippi. Back to the sports. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. Sounds good. On Super Talk Mississippi. No TV times for games that are happening this week. The SEC made the announcement for what October 2nd's TV slate is going to look like. Tennessee and Missouri at 11 o'clock Central on SEC Network. Arkansas and Georgia, 11 o'clock on ESPN. Ole Miss and Alabama will be the CBS game at 2.30 in Tuscaloosa. Troy and South Carolina, 2.30 on the SEC Network. Mississippi State falls into the either or, either six, uh, I'm sorry, either five o'clock central on ESPN or six o'clock central on SEC network. Mississippi State, Texas A&M, Florida, Kentucky. State will be on SEC network. I don't know. If A&M beats Arkansas, that might make, well, I think Florida and Kentucky will both, I think Florida will beat Tennessee. Kentucky will be still undefeated. And I think Texas A&M is going to lose to Arkansas. So. Okay. UConn at Vandy at 6.30 on ESPNU. We should make a bet, and whoever loses it has to watch that game. Connecticut has played four football games this season. Yeah. They have been inside of their opponent's red zone five times. 
They scored three touchdowns against Army in the second half. They were down what forty, either forty-two or forty-nine, nothing at the half. And they covered the spread. And they covered. Those guys have to play Clemson in a few weeks. Might, might Clemson might get twenty-one on them. As a matter of safety, that game should get canceled. Auburn and LSU at eight o'clock Central on ESPN. There's playing a night game in Baton Rouge, and then there's playing an eight o'clock, eight o'clock. kickoff. Well, you put down the fiddle and the Saints down are the bowl, at noon the next day too, so you've got a few thousand folks down there that are going to go LSU until after midnight. Wake up, go to no, New Orleans no, the next day. No, they won't wake up. They won't go to bed. They'll go to sleep after the Saints game. Love it. Just to ease right on Saturday night. Yeah. Um. I actually heard LSU fans last time I was down there for a late game complaining about the late kickoff that eight o'clock's just too late. Oh my gosh! Soft Traffic, LSU fans. Traffic's awful. Yeah, you know, we'll leave at halftime and whatnot. It's like they want it to kick at six thirty or something. I don't know. So they, uh, they want to be your, in the stadium when the sun finds its home in the western sky. Indeed, right. it'll be pitch black dark at uh, yeah. at that point. Yeah. So um, tomorrow we will look at lines. We will hear from Mike Leach. We'll look at the NFL weekend. We'll put a bow on this uh, this third week of the college football season. I, I don't know what's left in terms of, of breaking down. I mean, hey, Dad, we kind of reached the point where Mississippi State has said its piece. John Cohen yeah. has said, you know, release his statement. The SEC has released its statement, and it's uh, it's all done. So First off, the, once uh, again, Michael Borky has become far more manly in the closing moments of this show. I don't know if I'm also I don't know if I'm on Lars Larson or Ben Shapiro or any other shows on this network today. They haven't reached out to me to let me know, but if they need a, another appearance from me on Super Talk, I'm here. Do we still have America in the morning with Jim Bohannon from like five until six? That might be a stretch for me. I don't know if I can do that that show. The slate of games this weekend involving SEC teams, Florida and Tennessee. That's in Gainesville. Georgia is at Vandy. Kentucky is at South Carolina. Missouri's got to go to Chestnut Hill to take on Boston College, who is, I think, without their starting quarterback. Uh, Alabama hosting Southern Miss. 46-point favorites. 46? Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. That's rough. Arkansas and Texas A&M in Arlington. Auburn continues its early, easy stretch outside of Penn State, hosting Georgia State this weekend. LSU and Starkville to take on Mississippi State. And Ole Miss has its open date. Rebels will play nine straight for the rest of the way. We may want to talk about this more tomorrow, but as an Ole Miss person, you happy to have a week off before Alabama, or do you want to keep things rolling going into Alabama? Lane Kiffin said Saturday night after the game that uh, he would. Per- he said our team's playing well and we're healthy. It's still early in the season. I'd rather keep playing. Yeah, so you'd rather have this bye week later, but yeah, like two or three is. weeks down the road. But yeah, play That's the schedule you got. That's right. And so you, you know, what? So you take advantage of having an extra week to get ready for Alabama. Yeah. You know, hone in on that game plan a little bit. Although you probably don't want to overthink it, right? You don't don't spend. I'll- would have the same game plan offensively I had last season. And then defensively, just like, can we get three stops? Three. Three stops might win in the game.
That might be a long game. Yeah, you should be ready. CBS. Yeah, yeah. Stay hydrated. Thanks for being with us, Sports Talk Mississippi. Good to be with you on this Monday afternoon. For Michael Borky and Brian Haydad, I'm Richard Cross. We will talk to you tomorrow. Yeah, and Rhino, who popped in at the end. Talk to you tomorrow afternoon. Good night. Mississippi Media Production.